Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. As always, got myself, Reno. I'm joined by a man who's also under his own RCAC investigation for things we're not allowed to discuss on this show. My co-captain, Damo, who are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, on-ballers, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us, etc. millions around the world, fucking whatever. Yes, I can. Did you say on-ballers? On-ballers, Greeno. On-ballers. You know what You know what an on-baller is? It's a, it's a, it's Obviously a, not. It's a specific trait in an AFL player, Greeno, and as you know, because the grand final happened in AFL last week, guess what I've been listening to for the last four or five days, Greeno? What uh, segment nine, perhaps. Yeah, a little bit of little bit of segment nine, perhaps a little bit. We may or may not later on in the show, Greener. We may or may not be getting it done later let's, on in the show. Let's move, let's move segment nine to segment one. We're talking about getting it done. We're talking getting about our done. favorite uh, favorite topic post AFL season: AFL trade radio. Trade. Now for our for our non regular listeners, do you want to fill them in on the beauty? Yeah, AFL Trade Radio, sir. So Trade Radio is like a seasonal fruit. So Trade Radio is basically like a radio station that only operates for three weeks out of every year. So after the grand final in the football comp here, the AFL, then that's when like you have a week of discussions and stuff, and then you have a trade period, and that's and then you have the draft. So people select their draft picks and shit after the grand final. So this radio station basically pops up for three weeks every year and just covers <clears throat> all of the trade talking points, which if you're a nerd for sports, you'd probably fucking love. Don't get me mm. wrong. But so, but uh, there's a lot of, okay, so let's, okay, so now we're talking about this particular player, Greeno. Now he wants to move there. Now what's it going to take to get this deal done? Now we're going to talk to somebody from Club A and Club A is going to tell us, look, we can't go into it too much. Um, but we, we're always open to, you know, options and stuff. We're always willing to talk. Oh, well, it sounded like he wants to sell him there. Uh, do you think that they can get this deal done, Greeno? Yeah, I think that they can get it done. What's it going to take, Greeno, to get uh, this player, Dawson, from Sydney to Adelaide? What pick do you think it's going to take to get it done, Greeno? How do we get that fucking deal done? Is it going to be like a 15 or a 25 or a 30, like then, how high up in the draft does it need to be? You can see. 20 minutes, 20 minutes talking about what draft pick potentially could get it done. Oh, fuck 20 minutes. The, the, there's there's like a day's worth of programming, and I think it goes <laughs> for like 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So it goes from like, I think, I think it goes from six, because I don't listen live. I listen to the podcast. It goes from you like listen to six replay, in the morning. And that's fucking, yeah. that's next level. That's You're not listening to live trade radio. You're listening to the replay of yeah. trade radio. Well, so there's two of them that I listen to, right? So the first one that I listen to is Nick Del Santo and Brendan Goddard because Nick Del Santo is like a natural when it comes to media and hosting podcasts or radio or whatever. He's really good at Mm -hmm. it. He's very good. There's no umming and ahhing. But Brendan Goddard is way more like introverted and kind of talks into his chest, but he's constantly Mm -hmm. clipping Nick Del Santo, <laughs> like, but yeah, in a very yeah. understated, like, <clears throat> yeah, but that's the way you were like, Nick. I mean, you know, nobody else thinks yeah. like that, you know, shit like that. So that makes yeah. it uh, very fun. And the other one I listen to is like later on in the night and it's hosted by AFL journalist, Damien Barrett, who I don't think you would really know that much of. Would no you? idea. Yeah. Uh, he's a, po- he's one of the polarizing characters, much like remember when Robbie Slater was soccer's was most controversial columnist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's a bit in that is frame. It- 
Does he have any credibility though? Or is he as much of a hack as Robbie in the buzzard? Uh, no, you know what? The thing about AFL journos that I've noticed is people have camps. So like if, you know, half of the, half of the AFL uh, audience will support one journalist over another. And they'll, they'll be mm. like, oh, that guy always talks bullshit. And this guy always tells the truth. But who knows? In reality, it might be that they they read a match report from that guy who was slagging their team off and then they hated them. You know, like it, it could be something like you don't fucking know. So Barry, the exception, exception to the rule though, is uh, one journalist universally hated Caroline Wilson. <laughs> That's nice, Caro. Caro. Caro Green. Caro. Yeah, I've watched I've watched Caro on uh, I, lo- I like watching Outsiders on the ABC on Sunday yeah. morning. I've turned into an old man, but Caro comes on from uh, you know from time to time, and I've never met a more miserable old slag than Caro yeah. because there's nothing fucking positive that comes out of her mouth. There's no good. Everything's fucking. Well, I've got concerns about this. Like, no fuck, just shut your fucking mouth. Talk up the sport. Like you hear, don't don't be such a bass case. No one, she look, no wonder she looks miserable, Damo, because she's a miserable old bass. <laughs> I've gone off on tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you really hate all women, Greener. Ah, uh, just Caro. Just Caro. Just Caro. That's nice. Just That's good. Nice, Gary. I've, I've no vested interest in anything AFL or AFL reporting. No. She just seems miserable. And I have no time. But, uh, the world's miserable enough without adding fucking old bags to it, you know? Yeah. you got to... You know, well, I guess we, we, we feed on misery, though, don't we? We feed on the misery of the sport. Well, I'm the opposite. I'm, I, I, try and, I try and push away as much miserable around because there's enough yeah, in, the, in the world to begin with. Let's yeah. just push it away. And to sit there and endure Caro like, by choice seems silly to me. Do you find as you're getting older, like as I'm, as I'm aging, Greeno, I feel like I'm getting more and more inclined to just when something's – you know the kind of the kind of negativity and stuff that you used to have like years ago. I just like mm-hmm. outwardly avoid now, and you know. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm like, no, I, I, and I think it's because I'm getting older. Like I think when I was younger, I would be more likely to argue and stuff with people. But now, if someone wants to argue with me, I just go, oh, okay. <laughs> Is that what you yeah. think? Okay, that's very nice. All right. So General can I have, can I have my coffee I now? Uh, like yeah. I, I ordered a, I, sorry, I ordered a latte and two muffins. So can mm. I, can I get that please? Just the latte and the two muffins. You, know, you want to talk about politics and stuff? Oh no. No, can't no, do that. no, no we can't no. do that. We step away from that. That's why um, my show is what that's for. Cause that's how I get my politics talk out of the way. And then, yeah. you know, people are like, do you want to talk about politics? I'm like, not particularly. Cause I just spent, you know, no. kind of six hours doing it. So. You're done. Yeah. Done. I'm with <laughs> you. Oh, me Like, yeah, if I see someone who wants to, like, rant and piss and moan about something that they're miserable about, I'm like, eh, I'd rather not have that conversation. That's Stop, what social yeah. media is for. Stop, Go on and yeah, fucking complain exactly. to strangers. Don't complain to me. Yeah. Be miserable on your Twitter account. Don't be miserable to my yeah. friend. I want you to suppress all of that misery ones. you have. Yeah. I want you to push it into a little ball and walk around yeah. on it, and I want you to put on a fake smile and tell me how fucking wonderful it is to be you. That's what I want out of yeah. you as a human being. Don't even how bring. In real life. Yeah. Exactly. IRL demo. I want nothing but the positives. Yep. On social media, go fucking go nuts. Be as miserable as you want. But yeah. in, in IRL, you know, I want uh, 
I, I want fake people. I want I want nothing but good vibes. <laughs> exactly. So we want we want really we want really shitty, depressing people on social media, and we want everyone yeah. to lie to our faces in real life. That's Hold what on. Because because I can mute social media, <laughs> I can't mute them to my face. Imagine if we could mute people to their face. Just imagine oh, if man. society would just get on so much better if we could just say to someone, okay, after fifteen seconds of knowing you, I know that I never want to see you again for the rest of my life. So can we just yeah. agree and then go, yes, and then, okay, sweet. Because, look, if we're all going to be tracked with the 5G shit, Greeno, anyway, mm-hmm. we may as well, they may as well give us some fucking candy, right? Give us a little bit of sugar on top. How about Good giving point. us an option that we can block yeah. people from our, like, radio? Like, so, like, an anti-fortress. If they come into our zone, Greeno, they get an electric shock. No, no, there's yeah, someone like in it. here who doesn't like you. So stay mm-hmm. away, stay home, preferably. Like, don't even leave yeah. your house. And the Uber driver will bring the food directly to your door. You know, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you just you just brought a thought up here, sir, before we start the show. Um, be, being about what four this or five is all weeks pre-show. since your yeah. first. Yeah, it's all pressure. Uh, the four or five weeks since your first five G shot. Have yeah. you had your second five G shot now? Did it go better than the work experience kid you got for shot number one? Yeah, no, I do. I didn't go. I haven't been for shot number two yet because mine's not even. When I went for shot number one, Greeno. You had yeah. to book like your second one weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks in advance because at the time there was a shortage or something. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so like ironically, if if I was like severely motivated to get the second shot, which I'm not particularly, I'm kind of like, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm kind of lax- lackadaisical about that sort of shit. Uh, look, I don't go to the doctor when I have fucking chest pains. I'm like, ah, I probably drank too much the day before. You know, so why would I be in a rush for something like this? So, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, when when I booked it, 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 you had to have the second one weeks and weeks in advance because apparently there wasn't enough. And then if you got it after me, you could have it like three weeks later because ah, the situation go. changed, Greeno. We got more doses in, more planes yeah. arrived. But I, I you get, you did you hear the, the news? Line, Sorry? Didn't get bumped up the line, though. It was basically... You know, no. if you book in afterwards, bet best service. Well, I could have, I could have rebooked, but again, I'm not particularly motivated to do it in the first place. So whenever you booked like, in, well, makes sense. yeah, fuck whatever. rebooking. That's enough effort. Yeah, that's that's more effort than it takes. More effort than it's yeah. deserved. So, what about Gladys though, Greeno? Horny Gladys, sexy Gladys, our state premier, like basically our governor. If you're one of our American mm. friends, uh, she resigned today because she's being investigated by the anti-corruption commission. Uh, yeah. apparently, because basically if we could boil the story down, apparently she was fucking some guy in parliament. She was also in parliament and then mm-hmm. some monies went to, uh, particular interests. I think there was like a shooting club in, it was a Wagga or something, you know, I, I don't I look at anything. I don't I mean, know Wagga, about politics, you know, like Wagga, fuck, you know. Who's investing in Wagga, mate? <laughs> right? So, like, I don't people, know if that's corrupt behavior. Dicked down. Yeah. That's how it works. You know, get dicked down by, by, uh, Appropriate parties, we'll go get some cash. Yeah, so she came out because, uh, you know, apparently she said before, if you're under investigation, you can't be part of the government. And so, like, at least I'll give her that, like, credit to her, that she's actually Mm. holding, she's been hoisted on her own petard, essentially, Greener. She made this rule, like, if you're under investigation, then you can't be part of the government. And then they announced that they're investigating her. And she's like, well, I I can't be part of the government. I reckon 90% of politicians would probably go, oh, no, the the facts of the matter are it's a different matter and it doesn't apply here. And nothing I've said in the past reduces my effort in propelling this state forward and yada, yada, yada. At least she just fucking got out of the way. Prime example. 
<laughs> well, exactly, yeah. So she, she yeah. at least, you know, at very least, give her that. She went, you know what? I made this fucking rule. I've got to stick to it. So see you later. So credit to her for that. But I mean, you know, what difference does it make, Green, at this point? We've had the one premiere and we've had different rules from one week to the next. So who knows? Mm. Because the new guy's going to come in and it's probably all the rules are probably going to change again because he's going to want to put his stamp on the situation, you know? He's going to be like, oh, I'm it, different you know, from the last one. Ways. Hmm. Could go a couple of ways. He could be uh, coming in and be a hard ass, or he could be uh, like the the substitute teacher. Mm. He comes in and it's just kind of like, hey, hey, have some freedoms, have some freedoms, <laughs> go nuts. And then someone has to come in and wield a big stick in about ten weeks' time, yeah. and we fucking lose Christmas. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how it all pans out. Like if the if the substitute teacher comes in and the kids start throwing the chairs through the windows of the classrooms. Uh, that's when, um, unfortunately, you're going to have to get, you know, Constable Dan Andrews is going to have to step in. Yeah, he's going to have to come in. <laughs> he's going to have to <laughs> send some tear gas into the classroom to settle shit down. Spot on. Uh, it's not just been uh, Gladys resigning. It's been the big news day, Mo. Can we hear that since we've been gone? Uh, mm. Yeah, I think we could do one of them. Uh, oh, man. What the fuck is it? It's under since, I think, or been gone. <sighs> It's been a while since I've had to look at the board. There we go. Okay, now I have to I have to do this because seems to be the hardest Right. There is an explanation for this. So for some fucking weird reason, the since you've been gone button on the board, Greeno, is in bright yellow and I can't read the white writing on the background of the bright yellow button. So it looks uh, like I, I might have made some stupid decision at some point to color code that button for some reason. Yeah, and not paying it well. Yeah, and now I can't see it. But now, having done this experience like live on the air, now I'll never fucking forget where it is. You know, there it is. Look, look, look here it is. The button. Never getting that wrong again. One more time, Grunner. Let's do it. Uh, big uh, big earthquake in Melbourne last week yeah. uh, since we've been gone. Where Ted said on the Richter scale, bigger than the Newcastle earthquake back in the 80s, that's right. um, which was one of the biggest natural disasters that's yeah. happened in Australia. Somehow, Melbourne, all sweet though, all good. Mm. We know a couple of the buildings fell down. Aside from that, sweet ass. Yeah, um, I, I remember the Newcastle one like I was just getting home from somewhere with mum, and as we were walking up to the front door, it happened. And like all the windows mm-hmm. shook on the on the house, and we kind of looked yeah. at each other and went, "What the fuck is this? What happened there?" Yeah. So, and we're we're what like two hours away from Newcastle, something like that, uh, if not more, if more. not more. Yeah. Um, but the good news is the media all over it. They they had to cover the big stories, and this was you know straight after the earthquake. I saw this on yep. the uh, the West Australian. Melbourne earthquake, AFL staff, Brendan Favola tells us how Quake disturbed him playing Call of Duty. <laughs> nice, Gary. Fucking Brendan Favola, mate. I shit you not. I that was a fucking faith. newspaper article 18 minutes after the earthquake happened. Yep. Someone <laughs> thought, here's a good idea. Let's get Fev on the line. Let's get him on. Find out what Fev was doing. Not, no, no. Is there any, any deaths? Is there any buildings? Yeah. You know, what's the emergency plan? Is there any fires? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How's it dealing in the middle of a pandemic? How's it going with lockdown? No, no, no. Yeah. Let's fucking get Fev on the line yeah. from AFL player <laughs> yeah. and find out what he was doing when the earthquake happened. Fev's yeah. like, look, mate, to be honest, playing with Call of Duty, like, there's yeah. our headline. 
It's, it's one of those remember where you were moments. Like, yeah, I fucking remember. Were. I remember where I was. I was on a five kill streak and then my power went out. Fuck you, Earthquake. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I exactly. feel like we can't like show this story. And I love that. Don't you just love that picture of Fev there? That smile. Ah. That's fucking well, Fev that one, in a nutshell, isn't it? So well, I, thought, I will give you I'll give you five dollars, sir, if you can tell me where that picture is from. No, I can't. Where is it from? That one is from his publicity shot from I'm Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, I believe. Nice, Gary. There you go. All right. So that was a few years ago now, though, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, no, quite a number of years ago, but they're using an old publicity shot. Yeah. Well, it's probably it's probably something to do with because it's probably some Channel 9 subsidiary or something, so they have access to certain photos uh, and shit that they, they can use without getting credit and stuff. So I, f- yeah. I feel like we can't use like talk about that story of favola without filling people in on who brendan favola is especially if you're one of our american friends you wouldn't have any fucking clue who brendan favola is brendan favola was a professional footballer in this country and he i guess his biggest claim to fame unfortunately for brendan but this is just the way the world works is he got hired one year by like the news coverage to cover the Brownlow Medal, which is like the award for the best player, like the Heisman Trophy kind of thing, right, Greeno? There we go, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's like that for the best football player of the year. He got hired to do like kind of the red carpet, you know, man on the street style. And he behind got the scenes. All yeah. on, behind the scenes. And he got so fucking trashed on the night. He was, he was so fucking blind drunk uh, that that became like the focal point of his whole career. So here you go. Uh, here they are. They, they're going to talk to Sophie Faulkner. Greeno, was Sophie going out with Brendan at the time? Or? No, he was married at the time. He was married at the time. So Sophie Faulkner's yeah. none too impressed. So I imagine that Brendan said something to her in this in this drunken state, which probably, you know, you wouldn't say in the company of your relatives, something like that. You know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Alex. Oh, no, it's Alex. So this is Brendan's wife. Yeah, that's Brendan's Okay. Have you the video showing up on the screen? Because I can't see it. You can't see it? Why can't you see it? Oh, here you go. Oh, there you go. All right, got you. All right, now we're talking. All right. So This this is Alex, uh, Brennan's ex-wife, who he cheated on, (laughs) divorced him, and then he got back together with. Okay. So this is Alex. She sounds like a very patient, lovely wife, by the way. So this is her on the red carpet night where Brendan is doing the red carpet coverage. Uh, have a listen to this. What, what she, it, it's pretty full on, all right? Now, you're great, you're great man, Brendan. He's been given the arse tonight and I've been given the duties. What, what are you... You spoke to me about Brendan out there before. How are you feeling about Brendan tonight? I'm running away from Brendan at the moment. Um, I haven't seen him for about the last half an hour, but from what I'm hearing, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary! <laughs> So this is after Brendan Favola's already been like taken off the air because he's been too drunk, and and so now we're going to see some of his antics. Okay. Well, here's the thing. That, that's uh, that's Nathan Brown. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. So he's a he's a footy player as well. Mm-hmm. So he's been he he wasn't employed to he's do been this. Drafted like, in, you know, yep. He's been drafted in. Yep. He's been drafted in. So he's been <laughs> like, he's been given the choice. He can go sit there and he's drink, he's in drinking already. Yeah. He he knows he's not going to be on camera, or he's under the assumption. Yeah. Fev is so munted. Yeah. They hand it to this guy, yeah. even though he could have been drinking all night. Yeah. Who's more sober than the guy who's yeah. meant to be on camera? And oh, I, Gary. it's so true. And ironically, uh, this guy Nathan Brown now does. Is it Sportsbet? 
You know those little uh, sounds like that. Yeah, you know those little three to four minute segments they do in between the footy oh, games on like a Super yeah, Saturday or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the thing will go like, all right, before we go to the next game, Essendon two dollars twenty. The uh, the favourites here, yeah. you know, he had stadium. So I think he does that now. So it might have been born out of this situation, which, like you said, he I was like just it. kind of drafted in at the last second because Fev was so fucking trashed. Oh, but from what I'm hearing, it's not good. <laughs> pressure point! 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 Not on national TV, though, to be fair. No, not on national TV, but at the time, everyone was cheering. He got a bit carried away, Brendan. That's not like Brendan to get carried away, is it? No, not at all. Steven Seagal, your favourite movie, Steven Seagal. He's on the box box, meant to be about a straight bloke taking a piss out of his face. He's got now, ladies. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the podcast here, you can't see that Brendan Favola. That's a great fucking shot right there. Brendan Favola is holding a crown lager in his hand while he's doing <laughs> the red. So he's holding a crownie, Greedo. He's he's just sinking piss while he's working <laughs> on. <laughs> what a fucking absolute legend. <laughs> this so this basically ended his career. Oh, yeah. he's, retired. he's retired. He's captain and he's second best player at Menace. <laughs> oh, oh, he's he's got me near a man. Oh, oh no! Just And so, do you give him a clip around the head, or what do you do when he's uh, acting like a dickhead? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> nice, Gary. You. Dick. What do you do when he's acting like a dickhead, Greeno? That's <laughs> a pretty direct Alex's question, is. isn't it? Well, what do you think she's going to say? Is she going to back him up, Greeno, or is she going to throw him under the bus? Under the bus is under my the bet. bus. All right, I, I'm with you. I think under the bus. Look, he's a grown man. He can sort himself out. I've got to get upstairs to the kids. Hey. <laughs> That's under the bus. No, That's a slow way of going. Well, this fucking idiot has yeah, left yep. me to have to deal with the kids because he's such a pissed idiot. Yep. There you go. All right, Brendan well fucking for Ah, uh, it's a bit of Fev. I'm, I'm glad that the Fev segment, which is meant to be like a one-note joke. I know. You'd, I knew people. you'd be pissed. I knew you'd be pissed at that. But I no, it I like worth. it. It was good, though. It was good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, let's get <laughs> to the story time. Don't worry. Though. The segments get better from here, I'm sure. No, they don't. They really don't. <laughs> I like stories about pinatas. Story time. We've already put. We've already peaked. Ah, uh, Damo, uh, been a couple of weeks. Been what three weeks since we've done the show? Mm. Like three weeks, like from the moment the day after we've done the show to now, been about three weeks. Yep. And since then, we talked about it on a couple of weeks back. Uh, got a shed, got a shed ordered. Mm. The problem is, it was was uh, still had to build it. Still had to build the shed. 
Okay, so, so the, the shed Gordon, arrived in box form and you had to... It did. It, it arrived in box form. Uh, arrived the day after we did our last show. All right. Now, were, now, you, were, you, when, were you keen to tackle this on your own or did you think about bringing in some help, like bringing in the boys or, you know, the big fella or something? Or did you think, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go at this one alone. I'm going to take care of this. We, here's the thing. When we when we bought it, we, when we the site we bought it off, it said it's five easy steps. We watched the video and we're like, this is a piece of piss. It's literally, it's like five pieces you put up, you screw oh, them no. in, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So the, so I assumed that there was going to be five pieces. I had to put them together. We were done. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't need to enlist any help. I'm all sweet. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the package arrives and, and I'm like, there's two boxes. And I'm looking at them okay. going, those boxes look pretty fucking thin. And I'm like, the bloke who delivered it, I'm like, Flat pack. is this it? Like, where's the rest of it? And he's like, no, no it's two boxes. This is it. And, and I'm like, and this, thin this and greeno, thin looks flimsy, doesn't it? Like, you're like, hang not, on a minute. Not is this flimsy. origami what or something is, here? Yeah. yeah, I ordered quite a big shed. And I'm like, well, hang on. These, these look smaller pieces than the shed I ordered. <laughs> so I opened the box and realized that the five easy steps <laughs> – Yes. I have to build something to get to those five easy steps. They oh, failed nice to mention that on the website. So it's five so, easy. It's five easy steps after this one hundred and twenty complicated steps. Not five hundred twenty. <laughs> uh, it's four hundred ninety-eight screws that was in the package, Dana. <laughs> right? So I'm sitting there going, oh, let's fucking back up a minute. Where's because they they've written the instructions as five steps. And I'm like, no, no. If I have to, if I have to manually install 498 <laughs> screws and about 120 individual pieces, that is not five steps. That is 498 That's individual steps. That's a lot steps. of fucking steps. That's a lot of steps. <laughs> so anyway, three week, three weeks later, I'm now at the point where I've got five pieces of the shed. Literally, three weeks. I'm now at the point where I thought I was getting delivered. After installing about 350 of the screws, I've only got 148 to go. Now, being in lockdown has been inconvenient because at this point when I opened up the packet, at this point I would open up the packet and I would have called the boys. I would have said, look, we need to fucking get, come on, I need help here. There's too many screws. But we're in lockdown. We can't go anywhere. Of course not. Mm. So I had me and the wife, we got it done. We, we're getting it done, Damo. It's all getting good. Getting it done. Getting it done, Green. Now, this brings me to my second story time. It'll uh, feed into my third like story I stories time. about pinatas. So anyway, I look at the package and it says, here's the equipment you need. So I'm like, all right, sweet. And I need like a you power need, drill. You need to bring on your own. Like you need to bring some, you know, you know like, you know, you're going for a baseball game, Green. You've got to bring your own glove. Yeah. You don't expect it. you got to bring your glove. You've got to bring your bat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, sweet. I need a power drill. Now, normally I do everything by hand, right? Uh-huh. But I'm like, look, there's 498 screws. I can't do these by hand. I need a power drill. So I had to duck there's on down. 498 the screws. Store. 498 screws in five easy steps. In five easy steps. That's yeah. right. So I had to duck on down the hardware store, <laughs> rock up to the bloke. I'm like, mate, here's the instructions. I need this fucking thing. He told me where to go. I got it out the door. Thanks for coming. Fun fact, I haven't left my house in the better part of like 12, 14 weeks where I haven't been locked oh, down. You've gone full that- fucking hermit crab after you lectured me about wanting to be a hermit crab. Now you've embraced the hermit crab lifestyle to the it. max, Greeno. You're never getting vaxxed, are you? You want to stay home forever now. Forever, never leaving the house. So uh, went to Bunnings, had to, had to go, had to get the power drill, 
literally it was an exposure site eight minutes after I left. I shit you not. Uh, I like stories I about pinatas. Nice, Gary. I, I meant to hit the nice Gary because, like, you you were in and out eight minutes later. It's like the universe is aligning, Greeno. Yeah, everything's everything's working. No, everything's working out. If you could, you, pff, when is the best time to rob the bank, Greeno? Five minutes after the guy they caught robs the bank. There we go. Good okay. thing. No, that's Thank a good point. I'm, nice, yeah. Gary. Living the dream here. So get back. Pump out all the fucking drilling. Now, I had to fork out a fair bit of coin for this drill. I said, look, there's 498 screws. Can't go fucking – got to get the proper drill today. Can't go cheap ass in it. It'll last me forever. It, it's fine. Mm. So bought the fucking nice, expensive fucking Ryobi drill. Looks good. Power pack, all this kind of stuff, cordless. Oh, hang on. I like stories about pinatas. You went Ryobi greener. And then now that is mm-hmm. – that's surprising from you when I hear that from you because I'm like Ryobi's like the upper level, the upper tier, isn't it? Like I'm not a tool yeah. guy, but it, aren't they it was one of the good it was ones? A, it was one of the more expensive brands, yeah. correct? And I'm like, for 498 screws, I need to get it one I know is going to work. That's very so out of character for you. It's very out of character. very out of character. Can I tell you that? Like I have um, the drill I have is a fucking gem. I, I charge the battery like once a year. I don't have mm-hmm. to because I don't use the drill very often, but it's it's fine. All of the attachments work. It's fucking good. It's reliable, and it was one of the cheaper ones. It's probably some fucking Chinese made shit for all I know. Beautiful, but it, it was like it was like fifty bucks or something. And this thing's a nice. machine. I've had it for like five years now. It never skips a beat. So like you know, like I I'm 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 used to be someone that was like when it comes to shit like you know appliances and drills and all of that stuff, I'd be like, well. Certain brands have certain cachet and they're worth more and that's why you pay more. I don't even know mm. if that's fucking true. Like, I'd like it to be true, but I don't even know if that's true anymore because really, aren't the other ones, don't we have all Don't we all have access to the same materials, right? But so the difference is the other ones, they just utilize slave labor in Indochina. <laughs> and then, so then the question becomes, well, am I against slave labor? And then, of course... I'm not. It saves me a buck. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, I'm a consumer here, am I not? Yeah. I'm not no, trying to call. save the world. Just save me money. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy. I'll buy the cheaper petrol. I don't care if it poisons the environment. If yeah. it's cheaper, fucking count me in. Like if we um, if we have to go around skewering blue whales like kebabs, you know, and mm. just like kind of line them up on the kebab stick and throw them into a mincer to get cheaper yeah. fuel, then please, can we send out the whaling ships now, Greener? If it yeah, takes five exactly. cents off my petrol bill, why wouldn't I be in favour yeah. of that? You know, so sorry to interrupt your story. I like stories no, about pinatas. So get the drill, power pack it up, all good. Start doing my work. Work out that you know. Firstly, I'm not the best handyman, but I'm I'm managed to work this shit out. I'm getting it done, Damo. Getting Once it again, done. it's fucking AFL trade work. We're getting it done. No, um, it then gets to the point about 200 steps into these instructions where I've now got to I've now got to drill a hole. So the power drill is actually to screw in stuff. So it's like meant to be like uh, a screwdriver, power screwdriver. Now I'm going to drill a hole. So I'm like, fuck, I've I need I've got drill bits. I swear I've got drill bits somewhere. <laughs> drill so bits, drill kind of, bits are that item where you you know you have them but you can never find them. You don't know where they are, but they're in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, they're somewhere. You know. Exactly. <laughs> so I come out, I go through go through my uh, garage. I find this this pack, and I'm like, I swear this has got drill bits in. I open it up, I pull out the drill bit, fucking put it all in. I drill the hole. I come back. I look down to the the box that I've just pulled the drill bit out, hmm. 
And it turns out for the better part of the last 15 years, I've had a power drill all the time and I didn't realize it. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> so, so I just went out and bought a big fucking expensive drill. And then when I pull out a drill bit, it turns out I've actually had a power drill. I didn't know it was a power drill. Because mm. I'm like, oh, this looks very much like the thing I just bought. Didn't realize it was there. Fuck. That's how so inept I am when it comes to handyman That's stuff. something the big fella probably set you up with when you moved out or he something. Did. You know, like he, here, he gave it to me. Give the young fella he a drill. He gave it to me. I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a box of tools and shit when I left home. You know, same thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, here, here's your basics. Here's, here's how you do this. Here's this and this and this and this. Off you go, you know. <laughs> but yeah. what do you do, now, man? You put it in the garage. You forget about it for fucking 10 forget years. Forget about it. <laughs> 15 years, exactly. Now, that, that annoyed me in one aspect because I just walked out a whole bunch of cash I didn't yeah, need that to. That would piss I was like, look, off. Yeah. That pissed me off. But then what pissed me off even more in retrospect uh. is I've sat there with a screwdriver and handmade about 50 flatbacks for my kids, like all their, their cupboards, all their drawers, all their beds. Yeah. I've done by hand with a screwdriver, taking me hours on end, and I had a power drew screwdriver they could have done it in about six seconds all this time. <laughs> that, that is so fucking irritating. <laughs> 50 fucking flatbacks I've done by hand. Day, and, I had yeah. a, and I had a power drill this entire time. Yeah. Uh, it was a double kick in the dick, that one. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the story time, sir. Yeah, we can close that I like story stories time about pinatas. I'm going to open the story, though. Oh, another story. I like stories about pinatas. Because on the back of that, we had to uh, we had to do we had to make a choice because a backyard you've seen our backyard on a big slant, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're going to put the shed on something, we got we got a couple of options. We can either get a big concrete slab, fuck yes. that, not going to pay for that. Yeah. Uh, two, I could pave it, uh, which oh, is, was an option. Be a hard fucking job though. It's a bit of hard work. Yeah. Or uh, I found something else, which is kind of like Lego flooring, which is kind of like pseudo pavers. What? Um, oh, those, which is the option? We are went. they like the big, are the like the Clark rubber things, the big jigsaw puzzle sort of. pieces? That yeah, they're basically yeah. yeah, they're big jigsaw puzzle pieces. They're kind are of foam, and Are they foamy kind of things? These ones aren't. These ones are uh, a plastic. They're non-stick, uh, non-slip, all that kind of stuff. All right. But what it meant is we had to dig out and level the backyard. Yeah. And I got flashbacks. Now this is a, a, a kind of step back in time meets story it's time. Nah, we need to step back in time. There we go. <laughs> when me and you were 18 years of age, cool. and uh, me and our mates were given a proposition by my dad, mm. and he he offered us. He said, "Look, boys, I need the backyard dug out because he was gonna he was gonna pave the backyard. Now, if you boys do it for me." I will buy a pool table and you guys can all use it. Nice, so like, Gary. I mean, that's a fucking, that's better. That's that's a way more creative deal than saying like, oh, all right, look, boys, I'll buy you a beer or something, which we'd probably do it for exactly. a beer anyway. You know, like yeah. we would have done it for a case of beer. Let's not kid ourselves here. We would 100%. have done it for a fucking six pack back in those days. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever you got, just give it, you know, you got half a bottle of port in the, in the bottom of the pantry. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll drink it. That'll yeah. do. So, you know, to be like, all right, I'll buy a fucking pool table and you cunts can play on it and be like, mm, well, all right, now I'm interested. Now I'm listening. Okay. Spot on. So I remember I did the rounds. We, I'd be, I drove to everyone's house early in the morning. It was like 6 a.m. We're like, we're going to start early. We'll knock it off by fucking midday. Yep. We'll be all good. We'll be at the club by at, at the night. 
we forgot about the fact that none of us had any work ethic. And secondly, none of us were laborers. So we didn't know what we were doing. Now, off memory, <laughs> we spent probably, we got up there, we dug for about five minutes. We took Smoko. Then we were like, ah, oh, we're going to come up with a better plan here because this is a bit of hard work. Uh, there were six of us. And we were like, ah, oh, we probably need to go to a hardware store, get some more stuff. So then we took, we all, get instead supplies. of like people staying back and working, uh, we took all eight of us to the hardware store to have a chat with a bloke. And then we came back with nothing. Then we dug for a little bit. Then we had more Smoko. <laughs> Then we took then we took lunch. Then we dug for a little bit, and I think we probably did about a square meter between eight of us for the day. Nice. Uh, then then we knocked. Oh no! Then we went back. Then we went to your place because you said you had a roller. We didn't need a roller, yeah. but we felt like we needed a roller. Yeah. We went and got a roller. Got a heavy. We roller came back. Yeah. We we rolled the the one square meter. Yeah. And then we caught it on the day because we're yeah. like, well, this is a fair bit of hard work. And then we started hitting the piss, screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's 100% correct. That's where we started my old man. smashing the beers, gutting them. Yeah. My old man came home from work. Hard day's ADM. work, like, boys. How'd your boys go today? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did all right. And he, he went at the back. He's like, what the fuck do you do? And I'm like, that bit. He goes, there was eight of you. You did that much. That's all you did. He expected the whole thing dug yeah. in, a, in a day. And I'm like, no, man, that's how much we got done. It was He's a like, bad Did everyone show up? Like, it, was, it was terrible. Uh, I, I sat there, me and my wife, we mm. spent uh, the better part of four days digging probably about one-tenth of what we were asked to do with 17-year-olds yeah. or 18-year-olds. Yeah. I know why we gave up. That yeah. shit was fucking hard. Nice I know I know why I'm an accountant because I could barely move after a day after shoveling and digging because I basically mm. had to dig about a foot and a half deep into my backyard. Yep. Level it out. So do you have in. like do you have a lot of clay and shit out there or there was clay, there was rock, yeah. there was brick, it was a whole bunch yeah. of shit. And once again, we didn't have a digger, we had to do it all by a shovel. So there was like old fences that were out of brick just buried under the fucking yard 100- and shit. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, uh, right. That's fucking hardcore. That stuff. But we got it done, which is the main thing. It made me reminisce back to our eighteen-year-old days and our very piss poor yeah. attempt. Even though my old man still bought us the pool table, regardless, because he he's like, well. That was pretty hard. Fuck it. We're going to pull table. Yep. And the boys came over. No, <laughs> and then many a night but was it, spent sinking piss uh, playing pool. So it was fucking beautiful. Spot on. Yeah. Very much so. Fucking fantastic. I like story, stories Greeno. about pinatas. Well done. Let's end the seg- uh, end this segment because we've been going for 45 already. It's yeah, forget, forget the rundown tonight. That's why we don't take weeks off. Forget the rundown tonight. We'll just do what we do. We'll just, fe- we'll just nah, feel it. this out, Greeno. You're always, you're always so strict with the rules, Greeno. Oh, no. I don't mind, man. I don't mind this show going for three hours. I just mm. feel like three you, hours. You just need to tick off because for you, the rundown is a to-do list instead of just. It like is a to-do a, list. Yeah, but for me, Getting a rundown. Done, sir. For me, a rundown is like something you refer to if you have to, <laughs> right? Because, like the instruction you know, manual. Yeah, well, we just you just let it go. You just flow with the moment and see what happens. And if you run out of shit to say, that's when you go. Hang on a minute, I've got a rundown. But for you, like, we need to tick off the run now, one after the... Okay, so where are we now, Greeno? What are we We're up to? the weather reports, Amo. This is a new segment you sent me earlier in yes, the week. Yes. We're like, Greeno, look, we, we, we've had the gardening segment. I feel like we need to, uh, you know, appease Spare. the masses. They've been, they've been calling for a weather segment yeah. on this particular well, show. Well, climate change is a very serious problem, Greeno. I don't know if you're aware of It's a of very serious issue yeah. at the moment. And uh, thankfully, before we go to our first break, mm. 
you you were kind enough to uh to get a, a weather report for yep. us for, for this particular week. So I, I feel like I just need to do a quick little bit of background. This is Frankie McDonald. If you're not aware of who Frankie McDonald is, we love Frankie McDonald. Green and myself love Frankie McDonald. Uh, millions of people around the world love Frankie McDonald. Basically, can't not love Frankie. You exactly. cannot love Frankie McDonald. He got he basically went viral on the internet for kind of being, I guess, you know, a little bit slow and giving weather reports. So he'd be like, you know, it's going to be a big storm out in Alabama today. And is it? But instead of you, what you would expect from the internet, which is to like tear somebody apart, the whole internet basically got behind Frankie and like, we love you. Thank you so much for the report, Frankie. We love you. Now he's doing, I like it. Now he's doing book tours and shit. All right. So he's written a book. He's doing book tours. He's an absolute gem. He's an angel greener. And I love him. Mm -hmm. And we all love Frankie. So, but now we're going to introduce a new segment on the show because Frankie McDonald is so fucking inspirational. But we hate this segment. We have to be clear. We love Frankie. Okay. Frankie's good. Yeah. But yeah, I have to put it out there. I think this may be the dumbest segment we've the ever done. Dumbest segment. Not Frankie. No. The, the, our, our choice on this show to have this as a segment. That's right. Dumbest choice ever. I dare say, what, can we, actually, can we reflect back? Can we do a quick step back in time? Let's compare it to the gardening segment. Let's play the gardening segment. So when we used to do the gardening segment, now this currently holds the record for the dumbest segment we've done. That's right. So the gardening segment was pushing the days up. Yeah. That currently holds the record for dumbest segment ever. Dumbest segment ever. Now you yeah. think that this, I may have trumped may you. It. Okay, so this may be Maybe. the dumbest segment ever. So this is the new segment we have on the show called the Weather Report segment, and it's brought to you by Frankie McDonald. Okay, guys, let's do a super tornado siren. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot. See you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We'd never thought that 30 years 
show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on delight. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the easiest way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Greeno, what the fuck are we doing now? You, you know, Mr. Rundown, what's next on the rundown, mate? <laughs> We're going to do this one, don't we? Don't we? Uh, bro, people are fucked. People are fucked. All uh, right. Who's fucked? People are, I saw this uh, throughout the week. I don't know if you've heard of the term soaking, Damo. I haven't. I yeah, honestly, I hand, hand, like this is, I'm not pretending just for the, the drama of the show. I'm not. I have no yeah. idea what soaking is. I saw this when you called to soak and I'm like, I don't, what does that mean? I don't know what that yeah. means. So, yeah. Okay. So a bit, bit of background, bit of story time for you. I like stories so, about pinatas. Some Mormon teens have convinced themselves that putting a penis in a vagina and then not moving is not sex, right? That's oh, called soaking. Hang on, hang on. I, so, need to... I like stories yeah. about pinatas. Uh, gen- genuinely, I think you're going to have to genuinely. run that past me. So, wait, wait, wait. So, I, I, honestly, so, wait, so, <laughs> so, okay, so, so if you put a penis in a vagina but don't move, don't move. So you just you just that's technically just, not sex. That's not sex. So you can, in, according to some Mormon teens, okay. Because I think that's I th- smoke. now now I think everyone's done this move at some point where it's just like you kind of lay there while you're yeah. in that moment and don't move. Mm-hmm. But that's generally either before or after. The, the fucking part <laughs> happens. Yeah. Right. No, no. That's called soaking now, sir. So that's, you just, uh, as that, long that, as you don't move, what about the act of, when you put it in, you're moving, and when you take it out, you're moving. So yeah, they haven't that, thought about this, obviously. Right. They haven't thought about the practicalities. They, they've yeah. just gone, you make a very fair point. Yeah, does uh, the in and out motion, there's at least one in, one out in yeah. order to get to the soak point. Well, I mean, so, isn't, isn't, isn't the whole act of fucking just repeating the in and out motion? Like... It is. So and that's where the once, Mormons if you put it about, in. Now the Mormons have thought about this, Damo. We're going to cover it. <laughs> if, you put it in, if you put it in and take it out once, you fucked her. That's my general yeah, position. Yeah. Because the, that's my general the, the fucking is defined by the putting in and the taking out. Yeah. Now, if you do it, <laughs> yeah. if you do it multiple times, yes, you fucked her more. But if you just yeah. put it in once and take it out once, then yes, you officially, technically, logically, Greeno, uh, geographically. Uh, spiritually and philosophically, you fucked her, I think. Nice, Gary! Now, we're now the Mormons don't believe that, though. They believe, you know, yeah. as long as you're only in and out once yeah. and you just leave it in there, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's kind of like, you know, uh, Greek women, and if you do it out the butt, you're all good. Yeah. Like, it's not, not really sex. That's true. Um, you're, you're still a virgin. That's yep. fine. So 
uh, the, the, the Mormons have thought about this going, you know, just putting the dick in and having it sit there, not much fun, mm. but I don't want to break the rules. So what can I we wonder, do? I wonder, so Green, then- Green, I wonder if God appreciates them trying to find a technicality. <laughs> you know, I, like I, wonder, I wonder if you're looking for loopholes in God's word. It's like, yeah. well, he did, <laughs> he did say we can't do this, but he didn't say we can't not do the fucking sticking it in once and leaving it there. He said that was exactly. okay, though. Spot on. Uh, they've gone, this is kind of boring, though, just having it sticking in there. The soaking, yeah, as it is, it's referred to, Damo. Imagine if you could so only stick it in do? once and that was it. It's like, God. That was it. You're done. Uh, I guess if in those really? in that universe, Greeno, the most premature of us are like the Chads. Because yeah. if, if, you, if you could come from one pump, you'll be a sort-after yeah. man. If you only, if, think about it, if chicks only get really? one pump of the penis, then you want to make yeah. sure that guy is ready to go. Like on that one, just one, you get one shot at it, Greeno. <laughs> one mm, shot in the, cool. in the vag. I mean, that would yeah. sort the men from the boys. There'd be a lot of babies walking, balding babies walking around with big thick glasses <laughs> on, <laughs> wouldn't there? <laughs> Good analogy. Uh, so, Damo, let's say you want to be a bit more ingenuitive and you go, on, look, the soaking stuff's all well and good, but I want to take it to the next level. Yeah. But I still, I still want to stick to the Mormon, uh, the Mormon rules. The traditions, uh, Greeno. <laughs> it's all good. So don't, don't get me wrong, they're, they're very ingenuitive, these yeah. Mormons. Yeah, very good. So they've now come up with something called jump humping. Mm. Now, that's that's when I, I give you a buzz, right? So we're going to do a make-believe land here. So yeah. I'm Mormon, you're Mormon, we're Mormon mates. Yeah. Uh, we want to stick to our Mormon rules. Hello, uh, well, I want to get hello. Involved. My name's Norman. I'm a Mormon. <laughs> Spot on. Now I, I, I'm a bit keen for a bit of a soak, right? Yeah. So I, I've got I've got my Mormon girlfriend. I said, look, hey, we, we want to see God's <laughs> well, word. I'm up for a soak. You know, I think there's. We're gonna have a big night. We get get deep in the soak and fucking <laughs> everyone's having everyone's having a good time. Now I'm gonna crush, I'm gonna crush some soak out there tonight, boys. <laughs> Watch me go. <laughs> so. So what I then do for a jump hump is I call you and say, Damo, here's what here's what I need. Okay. I need you to jump on my bed whilst I'm I'm in a soak. Okay. To do a jump hump. So the friction's being caused by you jumping on the bed, not by me, and I'm still adhering to God's word. Nice, Gary. It's fucking, it's fucking incredible. <laughs> fucking amazing. So this is revolutionary. That so is. So, okay, so, so basically to distill it down, Greeno, to stick your head over the trough and just get a mouthful of this story, basically what it is is Mormons are telling their poor, tortured children that it's technically not sex if you just put the, your dick in the vagina and leave it there. So, so <laughs> that apparently isn't sex, so you're not breaking God's word because we found a fucking yeah. loophole with the big guy upstairs and we're on yeah. top of it. <laughs> So what the what the kids now? Goes all up for a sake. He's exactly. like, as long as you leave it in there, we're sweet. It's it's kind of like you're moving in. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's permanent now, exactly. But you just yeah. can't move it around. You just got to put it in there and leave it in there once. So mm-hmm. these ingenuitive kids, like you said, Greeno, uh, they're they're lateral thinkers. These kids, they're solutions they focused. Greeno, these kids. They've got they? the they've got the Google now, Damo. They've, they've, they've got the Google. Ways. They've got the Google. They've got the Facebook as well, Greeno, <laughs> and the Twitters. You know, the, Twitter, the Instas. They've got it all. The Twitters and the Instas and the TikToks. <laughs> Don't forget about the TikTok. <laughs> Don't forget the fucking TikTok. They're all over the TikTok. Oh, they TikTok all up the asses here. So what they do, <laughs> what they do is they put the penis in the vagina and then they ask their friend 
while they're in this position of penis in the vagina to jump up and down on the bed, thus simulating the motion that you could quite easily do to move your penis around in the vagina until you, you know, yeah. splooge or what have you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so is this like, is this, is this what my question is, if you're a devoted Mormon and you're doing this and you believe, is this what God intended? Do you think like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When God came up with the rule that you're following, but finding a loophole for, do you think this is what he had in mind? You jumping yeah. around watching, you know, your friend not have sex with their boyfriend or girlfriend by just laying there yeah. in the position ready to, and you are, mm. you basically what's happening is they're just naked and you're fucking them. Mm-hmm. At that point, aren't you? You're you're making their little bits move around and rub against each other. So you're the initiator here. You're basically raping them. Do you think God wanted you to rape these people? You yeah, know? they've got that on their conscience. These yeah. these jump humpers. Yeah. Nice, um, Gary. Couple, couple of thoughts on this, Damo. Firstly, do you think there's there's an approved amount of time you're allowed to soak for before it becomes inappropriate? Like, is it kind of you can you can put mm. it in there, you can't move. But you can only do it for X amount of time. Is that is that part of the Bible? I haven't read the Bible, so uh, I haven't. I have to read the small, the fine print. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there's a set amount of time you're allowed to keep it in before it becomes inappropriate? <laughs> well, or? well, I think how long can a woman go without water? Because I think it's probably one, <laughs> one minute less than that. Right. Excellent. My question number two. <laughs> Is uh, let's well, say you know, is there appropriate amount of time? Well, how I guess as long as they don't die, isn't that appropriate? So if fair it call, takes days, call. you know, fair enough. Yeah. All right, I guess. Now my next question would be, uh, what's what's the etiquette during the soak? Is it because hmm. uh, obviously, like you know, normally during uh, during relations, there, there's noises, there's moans, there's grunts. Some people might like a chat. Some people might, you know, like some dirty talk, whatever. Hmm. What's the what's the protocol? Would you think would be for the the conversation and the noises mid soak? Because I think there's no there's no point groaning because your dick's just kind of sitting in there. And for the lady, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, nothing's really moving, not much friction. Hmm. Uh, do you think they're just having a regular conversation? Like, hey, what do you want to do on Sunday? What do you want to do for dinner? Um, oh, did you see uh, see Jim on TikTok? He was doing a dry hump as well, like. <laughs> Well, this Jesus is a wet. Chat? This is a wet dry hump, isn't it? Because yeah, <laughs> you've got it. It's exactly. wet because you're putting no, it in, okay. but you're not moving it. So it's a kind of. <laughs> That's a very fucking good point. Now, if there's moisture from the lady, does, does that what go to different levels? What has happened to this show? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm trying to fucking. I'm trying to make sure that we're adhering to God's will. Because if I choose to soak <laughs> after the show, I don't want. I don't want to piss the big guy nice, off, man. <laughs> trying to stay on the right side of the big fella. I'm trying to stay on the right side. We're trying to work this out kids, for everybody. I still don't want to piss the big guy off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, secondly, uh, sorry, fourthly, I think I'm up to now. What kind of sad individual do you have to be to be this chick that's on the picture hmm. who's willing, who's got nothing better to do on a Saturday night than to come and jump on your mate's bed to give him a bit of a jump up? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I just like to watch. <laughs> She's doing God's work, isn't she? Greeno, really? Yeah. You think about that's, it. That's a missionary. Yeah. Uh, right Position. There. No hey, uh, nice, fuck yeah. Yeah. Woo. Ah, nice. Let's get a hot Greeno. toss. Uh, hot toss. A little hot toss. Oh, yeah. Bum, bum.
This one was sent through by a friend of the show, Nadine, who, ah, Nadine, uh, tore her Achilles, ruptured something. Uh, uh, no, it was a calf, calf tear and a calf. calf. Yeah, yeah uh, out of action for a better part of six weeks. Calf so, is a nasty uh, one. I'd rather a hammy than a calf because calf, that lower part of your leg, man, you don't realise how much you use that. Because um, mm. I think you can get away with a hammy because you can just kind of stiff your leg out and kind of hobble around. But the calf is where yeah. all of your, like, because from the ankle yeah, down, that's your calf, you know? So every time you step with your calf, it hurts, you know? So I'd probably yeah. rather do a hammy than a calf. So she's done a calf. She's out of action for 8 to 12, Green. Is it 8 to 12 or 4 to 6? Uh, I, think, I think it's like, uh, they, they put 8 to 12 for conservatively. 8 to 12. Uh, nice, but, Gary! You know, with, with, with the history of uh, rehab. injuries, yeah. she she's, uh, should be back 4 to 6, I guarantee it. 4 to 6, mate. Back for preseason, hey? She'll be back for preseason. Well, before preseason, she'll be back. She'll be ready for spring ball, Greeno. Yeah, no, she should be fine for spring ball. She should be all good. Uh, She'll come up strong. Still going to hang around the club. Uh, Obviously, big, big culture fit. I need her there for her leadership skills. Yeah, and we've got Um, some young guys coming in. So, uh, you know, someone's going to show them the ropes, uh, help them settle in. And if you're not going to be on the track, then you can do a little bit of work in that area, I think, as well. Nadine's the kind of gal that put her hands up, put her hand up and go, yeah, look, even even on one leg, I'm willing to help out the club where I can. So, um, (laughs) best wishes in that. Speedy recovery to Nadine. But she sent this through. Uh, Our favourite segments are the ones that other people put the work in. So, all good. Uh, US (laughs) man ejaculates out of the wrong body part for two years before seeking medical help. The intriguing part for me about this Greeno is, okay. Yeah. So he ejaculates out of the wrong body part for two years before seeking medical help. Apparently, yep. he ejaculates out of his anus um, mm-hmm. after a botched operation. Now, which was an interesting thought to me because then I thought, well, he must always jack off while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Just to sit down. He has sit to down sit down way, on really. the toilet every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's no, uh, like, there's out- no sneaky ones for this poor fellow. Nah. He, has, he, have, he has to actually like set up like a kind of potty situation. Either that or mm. either that or sit on a garbage bag or something. <laughs> Potentially. Uh he also uh, in reverse though, feces through the dick. Did he really? Yeah. So when he would say to people suck shit, that's what he meant. Yeah, he urinated feces. Uh there we go. Meaning the functions were the wrong way around. Once again, one Wait, of these stories are pretty sure beforehand. Is that real? It's, it's, it's paragraph three. Wait, he urinated feet. And now you have to read it. Where the fuck does it say he urinated feet? Paragraph three. I thought you were Go making a joke. Okay. No, urinated feces. Paragraph three. There is no paragraphs. It's all in one sentences. Uh, it's not. It's the third paragraph. No, that's the second paragraph. That's two down. Go the one below it. Yep, it says. The one below it, Greener says, it was only after he began to d- develop pain in his testicles. Ah, oh, my he, bad. Yeah, sorry, yes, mate, you're bad, Greeno. You're oh, bad. Sorry, he, he's sorry, but that's my seems to be the hardest Paragraph two is fucking sitting here looking at it, mate. Paragraph two, my Paragraph two. Gonna let it play out. That one play out. I thought, there, I thought there was a line above the uh, yeah, hottest ever Audi checkout worker video. I know what you thought. So I, I tried to watch that earlier, but I couldn't get it to play. Maybe I'll find that uh, 
for next week because I find that intriguing. Why is this particular person the hottest ever? Like, have we checked all of them? Like, was there a contest that I'm not aware of? Like, what's going on here? Have to look into it. Yeah. But yeah, paragraph two talks about how the 33 year old uh, Texan had developed a rare condition that meant he ejaculated out of his rectum and urinated feces. Uh, essentially meaning his body was performing these functions the wrong way. So shit was coming out of his dick. Mm-hmm. That's just, wow. Jesus fucking Christ. You wouldn't want to <laughs> eat a lot of cheese if you were this dude. You'd want a pretty liquid diet, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that segment. <laughs> nice, Gary. Let's go. Let's go to some Milo, Damo. Oh no, you're not serving me steak, are you? <laughs> That's gonna clog me up for weeks. Um, Damo, the Milo rankings to the back. Be Be has been double duty this week because the Be reports back. Thankfully, the Be um, report, report is back. Do I even have the Be report ready to go? I don't even fucking know. Where, I sure the, hope so. Oh no, see, see because. Yeah, because the BE report didn't send through as a like a link that I just could click on it for whatever reason. The hyperlink didn't work. So hang on, I'm just grabbing it now. It's all good. Okay, all good. But anyway, we're going to get to the Milo rankings before we get to the BE report. Okay. So uh, Weird Al Yankovic has got a new... Is he still around? Uh, is he still new... alive? Yes, oh, definitely is. Still dominating. Okay. Still finds a way to come still up with uh, food parodies. I haven't, listened since, I haven't listened since like the Nirvana days. So I've got I still, no I idea. A few after that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's had some good ones. Uh, he's, he's still a musical genius. But the last uh, one I he's... heard was like "Running with Scissors." I think that was it. Yeah, I think I heard the the couple after that. Uh, okay. Poodle Hat. That's probably the last one I heard, which yeah. is quite good. Um, Never heard of. It's pretty good. Now he's come up with a, a new tune for a, a catchy theme thing called Milo Murphy's Law. Okay. So it's a bit of Weird Al. Uh, it's, it's a bit of Milo. It's a combination of both. Now, I don't think it's top 10 worthy. Okay. Just putting it out there. Uh, but the fact that it involves Weird Al and he's the voice of Milo, mm-hmm. I'm thinking we're, we're probably talking maybe 16, 17 on the rankings. Um, <laughs> just because of the, just because of the, like the quality of the name attached to Weird Al. Is that what you mean? So like, where Milo on this occasion is actually basking in the glory of Weird Al and not the other way around. Yeah, very much so. I okay. feel like, yeah, Milo's milking Al opposed to the the reverse. Right. Um, but good news, though, mm. still higher than Milo Yiannopoulos. Ah, <laughs> nice, Gary. Irrespective of that. Have we got the BE report? Up We've got the it's BE good report. We do have the BE report. Are you going to throw to it or something? Ladies and gentlemen, or? welcome to another I thought you, episode. I thought you were going to play it. <laughs> I, I thought the fact we were talking about, do we have the BE report, was technically throwing to the BE report. No, no, I've got, of course I've got the BE report. Don't you, but don't you want to say something like, okay, so after the break or whatever, don't you want to do something like that, something professional, Greeno, you know? Nice, Why, why would we try and be professional now? Like, we just spent fucking eight minutes talking about soaking. And jump humping, yeah. and then about a dude who pisses shit through his dick. That was a pretty I good eight minutes, pro- though. That was fun. I really. I don't that. think professionalism really fits into this particular segment. Right. What be segment? 
No, our segment. Oh, our segment. B's segment's very professional. Right. But us fucking up the throw to B's segment yeah. is very on form, on par do you think, for what we do. Do you think perhaps maybe we've made up for it now? Or, um, or should we drag we it out? Extra work. We could we'll drag it out a little bit more maybe, another 30 we seconds. We could probably send him a bouquet or something yeah. uh, just to, to apologise. Because it, it's been about, what, eight weeks since the last B report? Probably longer. Something like well that. Well longer yeah. than that. It's been a while, uh, but nice to have the the B report back. Definitely. Um, do you think he appreciates? Well. Do you think he appreciates? Um, you know, like being part of the team and stuff. Or um, I think after the fact, we couldn't remember how long it's been since the last report and mm. our piss week throw to him. Yeah, I think he's probably regretting his decision to bring mm. the B report back and take time out of his very busy schedule mm. to to record this this very amusing segment. Yeah. No. Uh, in retrospect, mm. I, I think he could probably take his take his skills to a, a better program than us. Maybe, maybe. Um, well, yeah. I don't put words in his mouth, but I think he's probably regretting his affiliation with the show. Could be. Similar to the people that have tuned in to listen. I heard Kimmy was emailing me, harassing me earlier, mm. going, when, when's the show starting? She's probably regretting staying up till 5 in the morning. I uh, probably with Stefan. Yeah. Similar with Coffee Talk with Sandra, yeah. uh, all, all tuning in. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know, life's full should of we, disappointment, isn't it? You know. It is. Should, should, should we uh, get to the segment that we were trying to throw to about a minute and a half ago now? Which or? segment's that? The BE oh, report. the BE report. Oh. Yeah, the beautiful. Welcome back. Yeah. Oh, we love the BE report here, don't we? Grant, do, do you want to talk a little bit about what Brad means to the show? I, I prefer to play the BE report so we can get to it. <laughs> All right. Here's the BE report. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the BE Report. I'm back. I oh, know I've been. It's been a while. Whatever. Uh, where we delve into the wonderful world of weirdness. Proudly sponsored by TGM Enterprises. What you need when you need it. All right, let's kick things off this week with a man from Jinghua in China who had a bit of a constipation issue and decided that um, inserting a 20 centimeter long eel into his rectum was, you know, probably the best outcome. Probably not. So uh, the guy nearly died, obviously, putting an eel in your ass. But apparently this is an old folklore remedy that can help with bowel movements. So you might want to scrap that one, old fruit, because uh, laxatives, that's what they're made for. Anyway, day later, guy goes to hospital in pain, obviously. Um, has the eel removed after going under the knife, and they actually retrieved the eel who was still alive. There you go. Good one, idiot. Laxatives, mate. Laxatives. All right, church officials are uneasy in the wake of a series of articles that were published by the Catholic News blog that claimed that cell phone data shows priests ranging from suburb, suburban um, New, New Jersey um, all the way to the Vatican City have been using the hookup app Grinder, which is the world's largest social networking app for gay, bi, trans, queer people, etc. Now, the conservative Catholic News blog claimed that of an, an analysis of, the, of cell phone data that showed Catholic priests using the application um, despite taking strict vows of celibacy when um, entering the priesthood in the church for, um, and the church's stance on homosexuality. It's, it's, it's a sin. Naughty priest. Naughty priest. That comes up a fair bit. Anyway, one bishop's already stepped down from his position. It was alleged that cell phone data showed that he was using grinder and he frequent gay bars. And... Um, you know, the Catholic officials told the New York um, the New York Times that they were worried about the priests' um, possible use of grinder, 
but also about the apparent attack on the priest's privacy. I mean, privacy, hey? What about your commitment to God? <laughs> Are you only saying that because you got caught? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway, off to America now where a um, U.S. District Judge by the name of Mr. Paul Maloney, has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his porn stash. Now, the U.S. District Judge, his, his decision this week came eight months after David Working, of uh, aged 43, won a lawsuit against his parents. He said that, he had, that they had no right to throw out the porn collection of films, magazines, and other items. And David said that he... Um, he lived at the, the Greenhaven home for about 10 months after he got a divorce before he moved to his now current um, residence in Indiana. Now, the judge followed the value set by experts at MLive.com. Oh, let me write that down. I want a bit of value in my own, actually. MLive. All right. Um, anyway, working um, parents also must pay the, uh, the $14,500 to their son's attorney. <laughs> Two-year-olds, good job. David's father went, um, sent him an email which was used in the court saying, frankly, David, I did you a big favour getting rid of that stuff. Well, mate, not your call. David wants to have a bit of a squiz, let him go for it. <laughs> uh, anyway, promo time. Head on over to your Spotify, DLive, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, all that sort of stuff, and um, subscribe to the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. That's right, we're on all of those. Five stars, outstanding reviews, all of that. You know the story. Now it's time for the final thought. Now, playing dance music can help ward off mosquitoes. Did you know that? Coming into that time of year for us Aussies, might pump out a bit of rave music in the back shed. Anyway, think about that one. Think long and hard. Good to see you again. I'm BE. Keep it real, blockheads. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! <laughs> 
Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I secretly enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, spent the, spent the ad break there checking out when the last beer report was on iTunes. Turns out my fucking guess was spot on. Back on the 30th or 7th was the last beer report. Nice, Wings was the episode. Good get. Well done. Um, I was worried. I felt really bad. I'm like, hey, man, have I stitched up? Like, I swear, it yeah. feels like a bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so I had to go double check. It was eight weeks, so I don't feel as bad. Eight enough. weeks. So now, <laughs> so now we can justifiably, like, hang shit on BE, though, because, I mean, eight weeks, let's be honest here, you know, we're trying to run a professional operation here at the starting block, Greeno, aren't we? Really? So I was going to say, how many episodes have we missed in that time? And I'm like, we've actually had a pretty good Two. run, aside from last week. I know we missed the... Uh... There was one at the start. I feel like there was one at the start of the eight-week block. And then nah, it was after. It was the the grand final. I uh, don't know the grand final. The AFL quarterfinal with yeah. GWS on the Friday yes, night. We missed that that's one. True, yeah. And then we missed last week. Yeah. So two. Yeah, we got two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. There two. Ain't no bad. Fucking nice, nailed it, man. Gary. Right. Um, quick, uh, could I give uh, BE uh, a quick nice Gary today? Nice Gary! So my Giants are, are fighting for a division title at the moment. Now, we, we're in a weird, fucked up situation, right? Your we Giants, your and... Giants, hang on, hang on. Your Giants, you never explain things properly. Your Giants, I don't need to. Your Giants being the San Francisco no, Giants. <clears throat> yeah, spot on. Okay. San Francisco Giants. So we've won 105 games this year, yet... That's we good, are the only it? team that hasn't lost, hasn't locked in their division yet, really? even though we've won more games than any other team in baseball because the second winningest team in all of baseball happens to be in our division. Okay. Who's the second winningest team? Dodgers. Dodgers wow. has got second most wins. They're going Shohei. for nine straight division championships. Shohei, right? No, nah, that's not Shohei. This is uh, no. Kershaw, uh, Mookie Betts. Oh, this where's Shohei Where's Shohei? Shohei's at the Los Angeles Angels. Ah, the Angels. That's right. I keep confusing there. the good team and the shit team in LA. Nice, Gary. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to, to differentiate. One's a good team, one's a shit team. Yeah. <laughs> Shohei's think, on the shit do you, team. Do you think he'll play for the good team in a couple of years? I think he will. Let's. Well, he, he had a comment a earlier this week where he said, oh, I like LA, but uh, I really want to win. So <laughs> it, that, that was kind of him going, yeah. Fuck I it. Oh, my God. Nice, it's fucking Gary. amazing. <laughs> Yeah. I love LA, but I want to win. But. <laughs> want to win. But. Um, so where's he going to go B- then? Oh, not the Yankees. Don't tell me the Yankees. Ah, uh, who knows? Who knows? He's still in contract for two years. So Do you reckon the Yankees would be the team that would pay, like, 
ridiculous, like $300 million or something, <laughs> you know, something ridiculous and get him up there? Ah, uh, potentially, potentially. It's a few teams. The Dodgers are one. Mm. Uh, the Yankees are another. But right, he, he wants, to, be, he wants to both hit and pitch, so we'll mm. wait and see a couple of years. Right. Uh, but B.E., uh, we, we've been following, uh, obviously, the back end of the season. We've got Troy's team, who's still in with a shot to break the longest curse of finals uh, misery the in Mariners. all of preferred American sport in the Mariners. They are now in a wild card spot. So we've been cheering them on. We've been cheering the Giants on. How long, how long has it been since the Mariners played finals? 2001, I believe. Wow, that's that is a long fucking time. 20. Yeah. I would have thought though, like there would be teams. That's a that's a funny stat to me. I would have thought, no, there's got to be someone else who's missed longer than 20 years. You know, not in the MLB, no, no, no. But you said any sport though. I think in American sport, I think that's the longest. So, stat. like Cleveland Browns comes to mind. Are they? They played last. They, they last, played last year. year. Okay, but so what was the gap though between you know what I mean? The last time they played and. The, the most previous time they played finals and then the time before that, you know what I mean? Probably a while, but yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the current one. And like uh, the, I, reckon, I reckon the Clippers probably had a long time of not playing finals as well in the NBA. Clippers have been in like the last six finals. Yeah, I know, the most recent six ones. But remember, before that, they were shit for a long time. No, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the longest drought in history. I'm just talking about the longest current drought. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, well, yeah so the longest yeah. current drought in professional sports in America is – the, the Seattle Mariners. So we're, we're riding them along. But the Giants as well, we're riding them to a, a division title. Mm. And BE was driving in the car today. Whilst the Giants won a nail-biter, we got up in the, the bottom of the ninth with a late-night Lamont fucking hit to get us over the line. Okay. And he made Karen messages to say, <laughs> fucking let's go, boys. Hey. Because he was driving. Hey, but he's like, i got to tell the boys, let's go, because well that was a big win. So he made Karen, it's not a tumor, uh, get on the te- get on the message to cheer out. So i got to give a nice Gary to both BE nice Gary. and Karen. Nice but, Gary! You know, understanding the importance of that Giants win. Absolutely. Fucking meant a lot getting that message. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk AFL Grand Final Day, mate. Can what they win a the World Series, Grano, you Giants, or what? Well, we've, we've won a, a record amount of games this year. Um, we've got the rotation. We've got the pen. We hit, we've got the mo- we hit the most home runs this season of any club. Um, I mean, is it true? Is it, fair, is it fair to say the team that won the most se- uh, games in the regular season is the best Doesn't team going into the finals? Uh, the way we've played, I'd say yes, because we've played a lot of tough teams. Like if we, if we just got a lot of wins because we were like – Building easy beats, I'd yep. say, look, you know, we're, we're not that good. I had doubts about us all year, and I, there's three games to go, and I still have my doubts, um, which is ridiculous because we set a franchise record. But the way we the way we play and the way we just grind out at bats, the way we way we pitch, I'm like, this is this is real kind of playoff baseball we're playing. Um, we just we never we never lose, but we lose big. I think we've only been blown out maybe three games out of 162. So that's a crazy amount. We're always yeah, in right. the game, which is what you want in the postseason, uh, grinding out of bats. So yeah, um, we'll so just like see. try but, like bore the other team to death. Just tight defense. Just fucking keep it tight. You know, no fuck it, no mistakes. Just you know, just grind it out and war of attrition style every game. It's better to win well, one that, nil than lose. Yeah, you're, you yeah, know what we, I mean. 
we hit a lot of homers, um, but our, our pitching is really good. Pitching and defense, that's what wins Premier, uh, titles. So we'll wait and no see. One, but no, I one would have, no one would have picked the Giants at the start of the year. Weren't they like massive outsiders, like 51 or something like that? 61, 51? Uh, we, were about a, we were about 200. 200. <laughs> so, wow. So you like, <laughs> at the start so, of the season. That's insane, you know. Because we're in the same division as the Dodgers and the Padres, which were heavy favorites. So Dodgers right. were tipped to almost break the record for most wins in, in – uh, uh, all of them will be. Uh, Dodgers have been good for like stunning. five, six years now, haven't they? They've, they've, they've won nine division time. titles. Yeah, they're, they're a fucking you good know, team. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Uh, and then they traded for two of the best players in the league at the trade deadline. So yeah. they're, they're unbelievable. But yeah. we're just that, we're that little engine that could. Like we've got, we're basically the Oakland A's of the NL at the moment. You're the um, Oakland A's of California, except for Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> except for Oakland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like no one expects us to do anything, but we yeah. just keep on winning. And everyone's like, really? The Giants? Like I, I was listening to a podcast earlier today. I was like, two, I'm, I'm about two weeks behind on these baseball podcasts. And everyone's still talking about how they think the Dodgers are going to overtake the Giants. Mm. And we just keep on winning. Like we just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but I forgot about the stress and, and tension I get when it comes to following a competitive team. Yeah. Because most of my teams <laughs> kind of suck. It's better off losing so, all the time because you know you so don't. So there's have to no worry. stress, right? I've literally <laughs> been getting palpitations all week. Like my chest has been so tight, riding out this like final division run in the final week. Yeah. It's just been, yeah. I'm like, if I had hair, I'd be losing it. Oh, look, um, I, I, can I can I interrupt? Can I just do a little? I like stories about pinatas. Because I don't know something you said hit a nerve then, and I don't agree. I think you're wrong. Because the reason I think you're wrong is because I, I follow, as you know, Green, I follow Southampton in the English Premier League. Uh, yeah. Southampton, little uh, English Premier League club on the south coast near Portsmouth. That's uh, where the Titanic left from, if that makes any mm-hmm. historical sense to you. So yeah. Southampton, basically, so the way it works in the English Premier League is you have divisions and the bottom three teams from the Premier League, Greeno, as you know, uh, get demoted from the Premier League into the the next division down, which is the Championship, right? Or it's basically yeah. like the reserves. So Southampton has, I think, for the last two or three years, finished one place above the, the <laughs> bottom three. Like I swear to God, like two or three years yeah, in, that's a, stress in a as row. Well. That is stress. Yes, in a row. And so they've finished like, and I, I, I mean shit, like getting a draw on the last game of the season <laughs> to survive, right? Yes. Swear to God. And so it's been like this for two or three years in a row. Last year, we lost two games 9-0 in the, in oh, the Premier League, right? I think one was against Man U, which really hurt because I fucking hate Manchester United yeah. with all of my soul. I hate them so much. So that fucking really stung. But there was an, I forget, I even forget the other team who smacked us nine. I think the other one was like Stoke or something, like some other average team, <laughs> which no. is just even worse. So it's been like two or three years finishing 17th. So you're like, oh, well, there's no stress involved. Uh, you know, the stress of being a competitive team. And I'm like, oh, fucking God bless you. Like, you poor thing. There's no relegation. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> because, like, I'm watching and I'm watching Southampton this year. You know, it's a new season. You start, like, with all enthusiastic. Okay, here, here's where we turn it around, boys. Here's where we come back. 
I think they've we haven't won yet. It's like seven games in, okay? So we haven't won a game. <laughs> no. And it's been like all of our points are from draws. So if you win in the Premier League, you get three points. If you draw, you get one. Yeah. And I think we're on three points or four points. Three points, four draws. Four draws. So, so it's like it's not pretty. We can't score. <laughs> we we sold our we sold our top like our talisman basically is this guy named Danny Ings, right? He's a really yeah. like big. He's a tall, strong, energetic striker in football, right? So he 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 pressures people. He wins the ball back. He sets people up. He fucking scores goals. He charges all day. He's fit. He's relentless, right? We sold him to another team, and now we just don't even fucking look like scoring. So, like, we sold the way after finishing fucking 17th because Danny Ings was playing for England, mind you. That's how good he was. We were finishing, yeah. like, basically last before being relegated two, three years in a row, and he was still playing for England at the time, which is insane. <laughs> and you know what we do? We go, oh, you know what? We better get rid of him. Because yeah. like, <laughs> hang on, that's the reason we're that's the reason we're only surviving in the Premier League for the last two years because of this guy. Oh, well, fucking just sell him off. Who cares? Yeah, and now we here we are, seven games in. We've got fucking three draws Four or points. something. Four, Four points. draws. Nice, Gary. Well done, Saints. Less stressful though. Less yeah. stressful. Fucking we less don't expect stre- to win, right? Less stressful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's talk about the AFL Grand Final, Damo. All right. Uh, what a game. What a that thing out. was an absolute circus. Yeah. Like, they, they talk about a game of two halves. That was a game of, like, two quarters and a half mm. because I've never seen such a big swing back and forth and then back and then perpetual domination. It was full um, on, between- wasn't it? Yeah, because didn't they get, like, 25 in front and then, um, yeah. you know, then the dogs, dogs went, came back. The dogs went up. Like, 10, but they, they, no, they went up, up like they went up like 21 or something 21 23 something like that. yeah they yeah. did yeah because up by three three goals oh, three or four goals maybe right. yeah and then all was of a sudden 17 there was or like, 21 yeah you know what got me green there was like this five it was like a five minute window right and i think it was the five minutes uh was it at the the end of the third maybe at the start of the third quarter at the end of the no, third quarter no you're you're talking about the end of the second quarter oh yeah where, where they, they just went bang, where in, bang, in 1 bang, minute bang. 8 seconds yeah. melbourne scored three goals and yes, went yes yes and it was just like watching that live like not live in like in the stadium obviously but watching it live on tv mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Lady Boogs Greeno, we were watching, and I said something to her like that, that just fucking ripped their heart out. Like that that little five minute period, because Melbourne just basically like the the Bulldogs were punching them in the face, and they thought they were winning the fight. And Melbourne, mm-hmm. even though they were behind in the game, just stood up, grabbed them by the neck, and just punched them once in the face, and then it was game over. Because in a well, five minute period, they just ripped their soul out, and then they couldn't believe for the rest. Of the, they were done mentally after that. They were like, "Holy shit, we can't stop them from scoring!" And 100%. then, and then they I kicked. And then it didn't, didn't, and then, and pardon me. And then they went on to kick like something like sixteen of the next seventeen goals. Right? Yeah, pretty much a hundred points unanswered. Yeah. pretty almost. They just fucked that. That, but that was the moment where they ripped their heart out. That five minute period. Smashed it. it was three three minutes before the half, and yeah. I turned to to Lady Greeno and said, "Oh man, I fucking I I sure hope Melbourne can kick a goal or two here just to at least keep it competitive." <laughs> dogs about to run up. <laughs> dogs about to run away with this. Yeah. And then next thing I know, they kicked yeah they kicked three in a minute, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like how did that happen?" <laughs> yeah. 
It, I've never seen anything. It was a like special it. win. Um, it was a special performance and a special win for Melbourne, I think. And they should uh, get, they should get credit for it because they weren't even in. You know what though? To be fair, I reckon the fact that it was in Perth made it so much easier for Melbourne. And people are going to hate me for saying that, but I'm sorry. No, it's true. I agree. It's yeah. true. If they had the same home ground pressure that a Melbourne team would have had, imagine if this was in Melbourne, man. All of those Melbourne youngsters would have been fucking shitting themselves, you know. So the fact that it was the, in the, Perth, the, the, it's the out of the bubble. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm not saying they wouldn't have won. Don't get me wrong, but the pressure would have been different for them if it was in Melbourne. You know what I mean? So yeah, they they miss out like on on a lot of the celebrations and stuff, which is sad. But at the same time, they didn't have to face the same pressures, but going into the game uh, as they uh, as they did to win it. So you know, hundred uh, percent right. But good on them though. Like um, I'm happy that Melbourne won because the Dogs won it in 2016. So that's good enough. Melbourne hasn't won it for 57 years or something. No, give them. A, give <laughs> it was them 50, yeah, 57, hundred percent. Yeah, as a neutral. Um, Quick, quick stat man for you from the AFL Grand Final day, yeah. mate. I'm a stat man. <laughs> Uh, Norm Smith medalist Christian Petraka, yep. uh, forty disposals, the most ever in an AFL Grand Final. Okay, that's it. That's all nice, right. Gary. But that's I'm still I'm still a little uh, controvert. I'm still a little filthy on the Norm Smith because I reckon Bailey Fritch should have won it. Greener. Uh, Bailey Fritch oh, kicked. Yeah, pretty good, man. Kicked, <laughs> Bailey Fritch kicked six goals in a Grand Final. Yeah, but as it was a, all, as a fucking as a small forward, and he was playing on. And Easton Wood was playing on him, and Easton Wood is regarded as one of the best defenders who's ever played the game. And he, he just fucking game. ripped he, <laughs> again. He ripped his soul out. So he, you kick six. I, I I was saying to Lady Boogs after the game, like I can't believe they're stiffing him on this because you kick six goals in a grand final. You think that getting awarded best player on ground would just be granted? Like that, no, not surely. When, not when you said the record for most disposals in a GF. No, well, apparently, how many goals do you need to kick in order to be the best player on the ground? Was it 10, 12? Because yeah. I would have thought six would have been well enough. Six goals in and 41 final. disposals. Yeah. That would have done it. Uh, one uh, more disposal uh, than Petra. It was a tough one, man. I would have given it to Fritch because six goals in a grand final is pretty epic. But, you know. Yeah, I think he equaled the record. But Trucker was, was obviously amazing as well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know. Uh, plenty of worthy, like plenty of worthy winners uh, there. But Max, uh, Max yeah, Gorn, what a, I'm, I'm happy for Gorn because he's a beast. Oh, that dude. What about how the how the fuck did they get that uh, missed goal wrong? Uh, where, oh yeah, where, where, yeah. Did you see the 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 guy who took the video from behind the goal, like just from behind? See it and, in. and I'm looking yeah. at this video, going, well, "That's clearly gone through the post." And then Max Gorn was like, "How? What do you mean? That's a behind? Unbelievable." Um, you yeah, just, you just wonder sometimes if because of the lights and all of that shit, um, you know, because of the lights and all that shit in the ground, can the umpires, do they lose it and then just pretend, you know, like they go, oh, well, I think that it guessing, was missing. I think. Yeah. I, I think they looked at where the ball landed and gone, oh, I don't think, it, but it kind of, kind of curved a little bit to come through. Yeah. So I think they, they flat out guessed because they couldn't see it. They're in a bad position, but yeah. look. I was I was just praying that that goal wasn't the deciding factor, and obviously it wasn't because they won oh, no. a ton. But it was it was um, by seventy points. Uh, here's yeah, Max Gorn, nice. by the way. Here's the guy we're talking about, Max. This is Max Gorn celebrating. Like this is many, 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 this many hours. Here, yeah, nice. yeah, many, many hours after the game. Uh, Max, the thing that I love most about this is Max is still wearing his his jersey from the game. 
So like, like you don't take the uniform off. He hasn't taken his uniform off because he's the captain. Off, yeah. He so he's the captain of the team, by the way. This dude who's a really funny guy. Like has he's do, he's done like cheesy like commercials for products and shit. He's just that kind of a fucking funny dude. So here he is. He hasn't he hasn't got changed. He's still fucking celebrating. He's probably off fucking chops. And they're in they're in they're on the other side of the country from where they're from. By the way, from Melbourne, they're in fucking Perth. You know. Party time. Party time. <laughs> I fucking love him. He's good. I like Max. He's like our Gronk, I think. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. It's just a fucking big Chad. <laughs> <laughs> And I do love the fact, like, it, it is hours and hours later and he's still wearing the fucking uniform, Bruno. He's still wearing this. No, I flat out, if, you, if you've won the club's first premiership in 57 years, yeah. actually, if I won any premiership, I just wouldn't take it off till I got home. Like, as the captain I'd be partying well. in it for a week. He's like a shower in it. If, if, you, if you're the captain, the thing is, the funny thing about this Max Gorn situation is he's the captain of the team who won the grand final after nearly six decades of not winning one. They're going to make a statue of him, you know? You'd hope so. And I would love to think that the statue would be him on, like, the the other guy's shoulders, like, shoulders. sculling a <laughs> champagne with his hat on backwards, like you know, wearing his uniform and just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just nice. fucking dancing. Like, fucking nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. To Max Gorn and the Melbourne, the Melbourne team. Yeah. Wonderful. Well done. Well yeah. done. Uh, Damo, AFL off-season, now we talked about trade radio. We've got that done. Get, yep. get, getting it done. Getting it done. Segment's Greeno. already done. Yep. Now, we're going to talk about NRL off-season because the grand final's still this week. Question yeah, marks it's not off-season yet. Why are we talking about off-season? It's not even off-season. What are you talking about? Because, because it's off-season for 14 of the 16 teams, which means mm. NRL court date, sir. Yeah. Broncos player Anthony Milford charged over alleged assault in a Brisbane nightclub precinct. That was a week and a half ago. He's in big trouble. Uh, I think he's got a contract with the Rabbitohs for next year, but that shit's about to get torn up. Uh, That was literally like two days after the season ended. Now, earlier this week, though, we had a combination of court dates slash sniffy sniffy. We love a bit of sniffy sniffy court dates. Do love sniffy sniffy, yes. The New Zealand Warriors fullback Reese Walsh uh, said he was asked to move on by officers, which he didn't and which resulted in him being arrested last night. After then being searched, he was found in possession of cocaine. Ooh, uh, he then okay. had come out and do a public apology the next day, right. court dates to come. Now, here's the thing, Damo. All right. If you're asked to move on by cops yeah. with, with gear on you, yeah. is it a smart move <laughs> to try and argue with the cops and say, nah, and fucking move? And then subsequently get arrested and then call for possession. Yeah, it's a great idea. What you should do is if you're in the act of breaking the law, and it might be a minor law or something, you know, maybe you had one too many and you drove home or maybe you're, yeah. you're walking around with a joint in your pocket or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's if you're, if you're in like some minor breach of the law, it's a very good idea to draw police attention to you. Like, you know, yeah. like do whatever it takes to get the police paying attention to you, argue with them perhaps... Maybe even get arrested might be the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then they'll find whatever they they thought they were looking for and they'll find whatever they find and then, you know, everything will be sorted out. I mean, obviously that's good advice, isn't it? 
I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. Nah, lesson learned. Yeah. Um, I will give a nice Gary, though, to Reese Walsh, nice which sounds Gary. weird considering he just got arrested and had a bit of sniffy sniffy. Yeah. Because he had he came out and did a press conference the next day and fucking didn't come out with, oh, mental health issues or, you know, oh, it wasn't mine. It was some mates, blah, blah, blah. He's like, look, yeah, it was it was mine. <laughs> it was me. Um, I'll cop him <laughs> the chin. He put his hand up, huh? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He flat out put his hand up. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen a, a, an athlete well not try and blame it on mental health issues or on someone else. So yeah. I'll, I'll give the kid credit. To be for fair, that. at least he came out. The last time I saw a rugby league player do that was Joel Monaghan because he couldn't deny it because we literally had a picture of him putting his dick in a dog's mouth. In a dog's mouth, that's correct. Yeah. So he, um, couldn't, he couldn't deny it. So he did put his hand up, but it, it was like, well. You know, what else can you really say, you know? In, in, in John Monaghan's defence, he didn't yeah. move. It was just soaking. Is Monaghan still but... play? Like, to be fair, like, I don't nah, know. He's, I've, he's... I've done some pretty drunk shit, you know, from time to time. I don't know if I would have done that, but I've probably, nah. done, <laughs> I've probably, I've probably done things that most most people would go, mm, I don't know if that's uh, decent behaviour, you know? Nah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure everybody's got a moment or two in their history of something like that going wrong. You know, on a big party or whatever, but you know, did he go on and have a career in England? I think he played like ended up playing like he did. 10 he played, years, he played like he? ten years yeah. in England afterwards. Good on him, you know. Like it was, yeah. it was probably a soul crushing experience. All of that shit. Like yeah. if he could take it back, he wasn't he playing State of Origin and shit at the time. He was, yeah. yeah he played so State of Origin. It ruined, it ruined, ruined, it ruined yeah. his career. It ruined his career. Yep. Yeah. And he was Cost finished. Millions and, yeah. yeah. And his dumb. reputation and yeah. can't can't walk through the streets of Australia anywhere in Australia without. Oh being, no! Remember, hey, remember the pommies were so relentless. So the day he got so his first game in England. So basically, here's the here's the boil down situation. He got fired from Australian Rugby League because uh, during a party he had pictures taken of him putting his dick in a dog's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he got fired from the Australian football, and he was like, "You know what? I'll go and get a job in England." And he probably took fucking shit money over there too, by the way, yeah. just quietly. Just need to get out of the country. He's get like, "No, the they country. won't know me over there." And, this week. and so the I but continue on my career exactly. But the you know the English fans are way different from the Australian fans. We don't oh, sing and carry. They sing and carry on and ah. stuff. They really egg you on. We Australians, we're just kind of boo and hiss, and then we're done with it. We're too lazy to come up with songs and shit for you. You know, we're just, <laughs> ah, fuck off, you idiot. And then that's it. And But the English will come up with whole schemes to try and fuck with you mentally. And so he went over there in his first game. I think the own, the fans of the team he was playing for in England were the ones who were singing like, how much is that doggy in the window and puppy Spot love? On. And they were just fucking relentless yeah. to this guy. <laughs> and he ended up having to play like five or six years before they actually started to respect him. And they're yeah. like, you know what? All right. He might have, like, listen, it's not our badge. You know, he might have stuck his cock in a dog's mouth. But listen here, nobody else would have taken that fucking ball from the 20 like he did last week, mate. So, you know, a bit, little bit of respect for the dog fucker. You know, he's all right. <laughs> he's a good player, he is. You know, the fucking God bless the English, man, because that's the way they think. <laughs> They're fucking, you know. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Where's the Ashes? Aren't we due for an Ashes at some point? Are we playing Ashes cricket soon? Fuck, man. Uh, yeah, end, end of this year. End of this year, end if, of this year. Uh, if all things go to plan. So this uh, summer, this, ashes, wait, wait. This summer is going to be Ashes, is it? Yeah, yeah it's meant to be. Over there? Or no, here. Here? We're playing Ashes here? Jeez. We're oh, playing God. Ashes here. However, go. there's fucking... Like, We've got to uh, go to it. Kevin We've got Peterson's to go. We've got to go. Kevin Peterson's pissing the moment going, well... 
Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play if uh, they're going to make us quarantine. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. I agree with him. Fuck. Yeah. Ah, fuck him. No, no, no. Fuck I, you no, want to come? You're going to hand over the trophy. Nah, that's bullshit. They're playing five test matches in what nine weeks, and they've got to what mm-hmm. spend two weeks in a hotel every time they go from one state to no, another. No, that's no, ridiculous. No, 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 not Can't from do states. that. No way. Like, they're talking about the travel from England to here. Well, yeah, yeah, fucking good on him. About time somebody said, "Look, enough of this shit." We're get they're getting all the cricket players are getting tested in their own countries, fucking constantly for COVID. They they they're quarantining whenever they go to another country. Like it's the exact same fucking thing they're dealing with in India. No one's talking about that when they go uh, and play IPL for millions of bucks. You might be right. Maybe I'm just a little impatient. Uh, but you know, can I just actually? Can we just? Can I step back in time, Granny? Can I do that? Why should the sports stars get fucking liberties that we don't get? I understand. I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. I, I want to step back. Court in... dates and sniffy sniffy happening over here. I'm still waiting. Okay. <laughs> well, I just want to step back in time just for a moment because right, we were talking. Step back in time. All right. Broncos, uh, Broncos player Anthony Milford charged over Alicia Salt in Brisbane nightclub precinct because I was reading this earlier, Greeno, when you sent it through. And yeah. a thought occurred to me here, right? So here I'm a, you you know, Greeno, uh, I'm a lifelong Broncos supporter, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I like to see the Broncos winning. I like to see the Broncos playing well because let's be fair here, by the time I was, what, 13 or 14, the Broncos had already won like three comps or something. No, yeah, at least more. twice, you know? So they were, well, they won, yeah, 92, 93. 92, 93. Yeah, so I was 10 they years six, old. They won six already, so. Yeah. They, they, were, they were a fucking good team. Like, they're always mm-hmm. in the top five. Uh, that, that 93 one is a it, special didn't one. Didn't miss the finals for 20-odd years. Yeah, Wayne Bennett at his prime, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And good luck to Wayne Bennett, by the way, on the weekend, 71 years old. <laughs> like, he could still keep coaching if he wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, but anyway, so I saw this story. So, okay. Broncos player has been charged with, uh, assault in a Brisbane nightclub precinct. Now, what came to mind was in the glory days of the Broncos, Greener, it's well known as you know, in Brisbane that, uh, certain lewd slash crude slash uh, aggressive behavior in Brisbane from the Broncos players has kind of, they've always kind of turned a blind eye to it, you know, yeah, because, no, it's, uh, yeah. Our boys will be boys. Kind boys of will be boys, right? We just players, we yeah. let things happen. We let things go. You know, group sex in toilets at nightclubs and stuff. We just kind of let it go because hey, it's the Bronx, right? It's the home team. Yeah. Everybody's fucking behind the team. We just let them do what they do. But that's when Brisbane was winning comps. Okay, mm-hmm. that's when Brisbane was competitive and at the top. Now Brisbane's been a shitty team in the rugby league for like two or three years now, three or four years now, probably. Yeah. Uh, so they've been a shitty team. Now, when I see this story, though, of like a Brisbane player being, you know, charged with alleged assault in a nightclub in Brisbane, that makes me think that we're now on our way up again. We're coming back because this is more reminiscent of classic Broncos behavior, you see. Mm. So when the Broncos are doing well, it means more lewd behavior, more assaults, more rapes, more drug and see, drunken sexual so incidents. The reason like, I disagree, that's, that's disagree with that is because this is now the fourth one already this offseason. Really? 
So, well, that's yeah, a, that's that, a good sign. That's a good sign for me because that means that the Broncos are going to soon be winning again. On the up, because yeah, because because historically, when we're winning, that's when the most of these sexual assault, you know, kinds of incidents take place. I, I yeah, here's, I'll, here's a quick little story. Take, time. Oh, stories about pinatas. I'll give you a quick little story time, Greeno. Very quick. I went to uh, a jazz club in Brisbane, like on the river, which which uh, after we were there, myself and Lady Boogs. Uh, it got flooded by the river like a few years later, which was very sad because it was a nice little spot. Mm. So I went to this jazz club, but I just happened to be wearing like the only like clean shirt that I had at the time was like this Broncos polo shirt. Broncos shirt. I remember yeah. the story. But it was like right. a pol- like a dress shirt, and, like, but Ooh. it was just Bronco. And so I'm worried, and she uh, she comes up to me and she goes, uh, I-, I was like, oh, can we get a table for two? And she goes, yes, of course. And she walked us down like to the front of the fucking room, right in front of the band and sat us down and we got great service and stuff. And then as I was leaving or something, she was like, oh, so you one of the players? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just wearing a shirt. And she was like, oh, and she was really pissed off because obviously she must have, for whatever reason, thought I was a Broncos player. So I got like the (laughs) fucking gold star treatment. So that was fucking funny as fuck. But that just goes to show you that the Broncos, they can do whatever they want, but that's when they were winning comps, Greeno. Nice, Gary. If you're winning, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. Because I think when, when the Broncos are successful, these stories are being covered up. Yes. Now they're exactly. losing. So these are why this way for the last three off seasons. That's a good point. There's been six Broncos players arrested yep. because they can't cover it up because they're not winning. You do have a good point. I, I will mm. give you it's a good point. But at least it's encouraging to see the behavior return. The behavior's still yes. there. I yes, like it. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> It's nice to see that the boys are at least going out with a positive mindset. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking about winning culture, nothing says winning culture more than the like Melbourne the Storm, correct? Oh, well, the Roosters are the culture club in my in the hearts of well, many, I think. Well, if we're, talk- if we're talking about winning, though, Damo, <laughs> yeah, it's the Melbourne Storm. And, that, and they they set, they've always set themselves with the highest standard for behaviour. So yep. uh, this week was a bit unfortunate when two of their – or three of their players were caught on film – with a bit of sniffy sniffy. Oh, really? Uh, not just regular players. We're yeah. talking uh, two of their superstars in Cameron Munster and Brandon Smith. Do we have that video? Group. Why don't I have that video? Where's that video? We have to see the video. Uh, because it was sent through a DM, so I couldn't send you the link. Oh, man. We need to I, we I, need to see this video. Now, after this, we need to see it, surely. Come on. Uh, well, let me let me do MLB Statman. Go okay. into the chat with me, you, BE, and Troy, okay. and you'll be able to find it there. Uh, if you can play that, I'll do MLB I'm Statmans. Statman. So you can play Statman for me, please, sir. MLB season coming to the last week. We've had Tony La Russa become the first person to manage a team to the postseason in five different decades. Uh, Hall of Fame. Wow, that's incredible. Manager there. Yeah, Shit. he's been around forever. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals had a 17-game winning streak snap this week. It's the longest win streak since joining the National League in 1892 uh, for St. Louis. Uh, it's the third streak is 17-plus games to come to an end with a shutout loss as well. Uh, inside the winning streak for the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, it was the longest by an NL team since the 1951 Giants. It was the second team to win the final 11 road games of the season since the 1887 Philadelphia Quakers, uh, and they had a 58-run differential during that streak, which is insane. Uh, we had Cedric Mullins be the first Orioles player in the history of the club to go 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases for the season. 
Uh, I mentioned earlier the San Francisco Giants got their 105th win for the thing, which is a record for the San Francisco franchise. Uh, and then we got to end it on a Shohei stat. Shohei Otani is the first American League player ever with 45 home runs, 25 stolen bases, and 100 runs in a season. That's just batting. He's the first AL player ever to have those items, and he also is a pitcher. Nice, Gary. He's a Go fucking ahead. machine, man. He's an absolute fucking unbelievable. Beast. So good. Absolutely. Uh, before we go, have we, have we found the Sniffy Sniffy video? No, I can't find it. Nobody sent it. I don't have it. Anyway. I don't have oh, I guess it was good. Oh, good. You know, I guess uh, it wasn't was that good. good. It was basically just a dude racking up. There was no Sniffy Sniffy in it. Oh, okay. Um, but, well, we'll just assume. But, I've seen so many of the Sniffy Sniffy football players. I've seen Ben Cousins. I've seen Shane Mumford. I've seen uh, other West Coast Eagles players. I've seen many a fucking <laughs> NFL player sniffy, sniffy, and rack up. Did you see so Ben Cousins was invited to the Brownlow the other week? No, no, really? No. Yeah, they, they invited him along because it was over in Perth. And they're like, well, you oh, know, Ben's out okay. on parole. Better get him along. He's a former winner. <laughs> ben came along. That was fucking savage. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Ben's out on parole. What else has he got going on? <laughs> Imagine if he couldn't come because he had to score. See, I love, I love Ben Cousins. <laughs> well, well, no, Ben Cousins. Place- I mean, I mean, Cousins. Like, you know, I, I don't even have anything against him personally. He's just a guy going I through his own. He's going through his yeah. own demons. Doesn't mean he wasn't a good. I, I tend to think. Well, he, I, I tend to think he was probably a lot better than he he was. If he had of you know kind of avoid like the fact that he was taking the fucking substances and stuff. And still won Brownlows to me is like, well, he could have been so much better, even, even mm, though he was definitely. one of the best. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that's a necessarily a bad thing. I feel kind of bad for Ben because when he retired, it just, it was like, you're a long yeah, time retired, man. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have fame and fortune. I watched uh, a quick little story time. Right I now. like stories about pinatas. I watched. I, I went back for my kind of uh, bi-yearly watching of Moneyball the other day while I was doing ah, some work. I love watching that. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I was. I was. But I was like doing some typing and stuff, and I was looking at other things. And I thought, you know, what would be a good thing to throw on in the background right now? A little bit of Moneyball. I go back Moneyball. to it once or twice a year. Just one of my favorite movies. And get, get a good party. Yeah. And, it, girlfriend. and, you know, the the David Justice stuff, right, where he's like, I'm just trying to yeah, squeeze, yeah. I'm just trying to squeeze whatever little baseball you got out of you, you know, and you're just trying to stay in the show. And it's like, I, I love that you're just trying to stay in the show, Greeno. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, good fucking story time. I like stories about <laughs> pinatas. No, it is spot on. Like, you know, like you said, you're a long time retired. These guys don't have much careers, like. I've been mean, watching a lot of uh, ESPN 30 for 30 docos lately. Yep. And, oh, That's actually, so quick good. story time. Yeah, fuck yeah. I like stories about pinatas. Fucking my six months free KO ran out like last month, right? What? And I'd, I'd put on a credit card on there that had expired. Somehow oh. they still found a way to take money out of my account. I'm like, hey. how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> so I've now got another month of KO. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna keep what what's ko like 15 bucks a month or something uh, yeah it's like 25 bucks a month it's fucking <sighs> cheapest chips and i watch it heaps so i'll yeah. just keep it yeah. um, hey uh, nice, uh, gary. Was, nice gary finally it was the, paying for quality television it was the it was the principle of the matter i'm like i purposely put in a credit card that expires so they couldn't deduct the money uh, but they still found a way but free, um, I mean, free, television, free television is garbage 
if it's oh, a I choice, don't watch any free television anyway. No, it's, if it's a I choice just, between yeah. free television and YouTube, then I'll go to YouTube. If it's a choice yeah, between like, like subscription television and YouTube, then I'll have a look and see what you've got. But I might go back mm. to YouTube. But at least you 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 know you're going to put some effort in, right? Free mm. television is fucking terrible right now. And it has oh, been. There's nothing free, free to it. Free TV. Yeah. Like even even the stuff that's on free TV, I, if it's sport, I still watch it through pay TV because yep. it's just better coverage. Yeah, like, um, no, you're 100 right. I'll give you a nice Gary actually. Thank you very much. Nice Gary. You were talking to me years ago about how well they do the F1 coverage on yes, KO. Yes, yes. Um, now I've been watching. The, I've been watching the replays of the races, right? So yep. just next day I get up, I watch the whole race, but I can fast forward through the boring bits. But I never watch the full coverage. But the do Russian you watch, race. Do you watch a on, race before you go to work or when you get home on Monday? Uh, after work, yeah. After work, so get so home on Monday, set up results. the kids and stuff. So when it's prime time, you know what, like eight thirty at night, chuck on the F one. No, the like replay. literally four o'clock because I work from home, dude. So oh, four yeah, o'clock, yeah. I'm like, kids, daddy's TV time, putting the TV on. I watch oh, the race for a couple of hours. Nice. Um, but, how do you but, avoid? Uh, how do you avoid the results all day? I just don't go online. Ah, okay. There you go. Nice, Gary. Nice, See Gary. how easy it is, kids. You know, all over the world, Greeno, there's millions and millions and millions of adolescents right now who are struggling with the idea that people should say things online that they find offensive. And there you go. Greeno just pointed out very simply for all the kids out there, because we like to teach lessons here on the show, Greeno, aren't we? We're all about education. Fixes, mate. Fixes. You know nothing about social media. I know nothing about children. Exactly. Wait, let's fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one with kids, and um, that, yeah, that's, that's why I don't know. Reassuring. Exactly. Ignorance is bliss. Correct. Yeah. So, so you know, Greeno just laying it out. No, no, I just don't go online that day. Yeah. Well, it's fucking. Yeah. No. But the Russian Russian race was on. It started really early Australian mm. time. Like just the time zones work out really good. Okay. So I was able to watch like the hour and a half of pre-race. Ah, the and pre-race like, wank. You, you are you are pre-race rank. I haven't been able to watch it because I'm not going to sit there and watch an hour and a half and then watch two hours of race with the kids bugging me and trying to cook dinner and shit. I haven't so I was watched. Like, I haven't watched a pre-race wank since like round one of last year's F1 when they were carrying yeah. on about fucking racism for two hours. And I was like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. I missed it. I want to pre- yeah, Exactly. Remember the pre-race wank when it was just walking Ooh. around going from fucking team to team going, like, let's talk about tyres. Let's talk about yeah. fuel management. Let's talk about what the drivers are experiencing. Let's talk about the conditions on the track. Let's talk about fucking spring setup screener. But instead, I was watching the pre-race wank, and they're walking around going, what do you think about racism, and what can we do to make black people feel better about themselves? And I'm like, what is this fucking shit? Look, there's a mechanic standing right there. Talk to him. He's question. holding a spanner. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you tight? Are you tightening some bolts or something? Let's talk <laughs> about that. No, no. So here we are with Jensen Button. Jensen, how much do you love black people? And do you think we hug them often enough in F1 or not? Don't you think we should have some kind of anti-racism fucking policy today where we just talk about racism constantly? Yeah, I actually think it's really important. More important than putting tyres on the car or how much fuel we put in the fucking tank. It's more important than any of that. What we need to talk about is how much we love black people. And it's like, (laughs) fuck this. Murray Walker, is he dead yet? Because he should be because he'd be spinning in his fucking grave. turning his grave. Yeah. All right, he's it fucking spinning in his grave. Yeah. Uh, good news, though, Damo. The pre-race wank is what you want it to be now because yeah. it was like over analytics of the most mundane technical aspects of it, good. and I fucking loved it. I made the wife sit there and watch an hour and a half of it with yes. me. She's like, when are they going to race? And I'm like, who cares? Like, this is amazing. 
Damo is spot on with what he was saying to me about the the coverage of how they do the F one and that on on pay TV. Yeah, is so good. Yep. It's just over analytics. It's, it's fantastic. They so, care. I they don't. Nice they care that. about what they're doing. If you get the free one, they don't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, well, we're just well, throwing to the coverage. Free to air TV anymore? Like, I wouldn't no. know, but because no. um, they yeah, never they never respected the F one audience in the first place. You know. Well, because it used to be on late at night. You got you got thirty minutes of Beatty, which was good. Don't get me wrong. Um, you can't be beat And then suddenly, as soon as they, as soon as they lost every single race, yep. that's when they started to phone it in. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, we're just literally going to fucking put it on whenever the race starts. Now I honestly don't know if they even show the races anymore on free to wear. So, I don't think they do. Um, no. And if they do, it's like every third race or something like that. It's been a waste of time. But no, Fox uh, does it pretty well. They they do an amazing job, and then you should you well now once our fucking once our sports you know start getting back to some kind of at least if they're on I'll be happy if they're on uh, everyone can be locked in their homes at least but I'd still like to watch some V eight supercars from time to time Greeno so uh, apparently they're going to do Bathurst who fucking knows I don't know what's going on but um, you know when the V eight coverage starts again now you've got this kale thing you watch the the way they do the V eights is fucking insane it's, it's basically it's like the Bathurst weekend every weekend it is yeah it's like seven yeah. in the morning and they show all, the shit I used to love about watching um they weren't the V eight supercars back when we were growing up it was just the supercars wasn't it yeah. because you had yeah, uh, um, four cylinder I mean, turbos yeah. No, 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 because you had Ford Sierras, which were like four cylinders. You had Nissan mm. when Jim Richards and Mark Scaife were first. Oh, you did about when we were kids. I thought you were talking about, yeah, when yeah, we were growing up. Yeah, so it wasn't the V8 supercars. Later on, it became the V8 it was supercars. Just, yeah, it was just supercars, yeah. It was just supercars. So, uh, yeah, and then it became Ford and Holden. So, you know, I, the thing I used to love about watching like uh, that when I was a kid was back then, because it was free-to-air TV, there was nothing else going on on a Sunday. Mm. So was that you, or replays of Hey Dad? Yeah, or you used to have like the um the the Iron Man was on like every Sunday. Right. Remember? Yes, yeah, 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 Trevor so, Handy. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Handy and uh, which what it was that Kai Hurst was one. I Kai think. Hurst, yeah. yeah. Guy Leach. Guy yeah. Leach. There was a Kiwi in there as well. So yeah. you know, so they was either that or the V eight Supercars, but they would show like the Formula Fords, Greeno. Uh, they'd show the Kingswood fucking cup or whatever it was, the Holden Kingswoods going around. You'd get to see like all the minor classes and you get to watch that over and over again. So, but then like, I don't know, five years ago, the free to air networks really just started pissing in everyone's faces, just constant commercial breaks during Bathurst and constant. Remember the F1 coverage on channel 10, how many fucking ads you'd have to watch. It was, oh, it was fucking you, insane. You gave, him, you gave him the respect to stay up till midnight on a Sunday yep. to watch the race. And it was just like, really? You're throwing in nine ads? Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. Let's just fucking. Because they knew the now. people that the, they knew that the, like the small amount of audience they would have at that, at two in the morning was so dedicated. Not turn it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're so dedicated so we can sell them. And it would be all ads, of course, for like shit, like this is the best oil, buy your tires from here, you know, Shannon, like. Shannon's car insurance. Of course. Right. So yeah. that's how much they were just pissing in everyone. You were just a product, you know, you were just, yeah. you were just something to be milked. So, and, but if you pay your free to like, you know, I'm a I'm a libertarian, like I'm a kind of private, uh, you know, private economy kind of guy, you know, you know what I mean. So like, if you pay your fucking ten bucks a month or whatever, your fifteen bucks a month, and get coverage that's stripped of all of that shit, I'd be happy. I'm mm-hmm. happy to pay. 
I, I'm here, take my fucking money. Because the way that they were treating us before was just a fucking insult most of the time. The way they treated their F1 coverage and stuff, their V8 it's supercars just coverage. coverage in general. Like, I just appreciated the Fuck ability them. now to be able to go back and watch a replay of yeah. it. Like I said, I can't, I can't fucking stay up like all hours of the night anymore. Like, my brain just doesn't work that way. And I can't stay to watch F1. But the ability to be able to go back and watch the replay, which should be available on free to air, yeah. um, to be able to go on like 10 play or 9 now, whatever the fuck they're called, yeah. doesn't exist. Yep. So the only way I can get it is to pay TV. And I'm like, oh, well, I'd rather watch that, fast forward through, see an amazing pre-race coverage where they they do sit there and talk about fucking springs and tires. Boring to a lot of people, but for me, I'm like, that's pretty fucking entertaining. I like this. I understand, like, the analytics and all that kind of stuff. Yep. 100%, 100% on board. So, you know, willing to sacrifice a whole, you know, eight bucks a week to actually be able to watch something mm-hmm. I enjoy no, instead of getting. being stuck with whatever the, the bullshit free-to-air is going to give us. And also, I've noticed, I, I'm like, well, one, the footy side of things, grand finals only on Freddy Webb, which is annoying, but yep. being able to watch all the like NRL without having to listen to Channel 9 commentary, yeah, it's been a fucking blessing. Yeah, um, I was guilty I had to listen to Channel 7's commentary for the AFL grand final because mm. it wasn't on KO, no, because that was brutal listening to James Brayshaw for a couple of hours, yeah, Just- and because it was in Perth, wasn't it? Fucking Gus, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, god, he's got the big fucking Choco name, Greeno. <laughs> no, yes, Basil Zemplicaris or whatever it is. That's the one. Yeah, Basil yeah, was right. doing it too. Oh, yeah, it makes you yearn for um, Dennis Committee, doesn't it? Dennis Committee and Bruce. It's all at once. Yeah. Good old days. We, we've got a fucking old very quick, and it's gotten late here, sir, so we need to do plugs. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, follow Greeno at the starting block. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Follow our friends. Uh, we can just get the fuck out of here. What do you say? Yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> shout out the uh, MLB final final series of the weekend. Let's go Giants. Let's go Mariners. Okay, Mariners, Giants. Who gives a fuck? All right, see you next time. <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that. Ugh.